This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Monday, September 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the first part of a one-two punch for New Jersey drivers takes effect uh, with hikes on the state's two major toll roads. The state approved... The state approved the increases in May over objections of residents who criticized the timing during the coronavirus pandemic. Starting today, tolls will rise 36% on the New Jersey Turnpike 36. and 27% on the Garden State Parkway. Tolls on the Atlantic City Expressway will go up as well. Next month, the state's gas tax is scheduled to rise about $0.09 cents per gallon to maintain New Jersey's transportation trust fund as required by law. Last fall, after traffic on the Turnpike and Parkway rose in the first nine months of the year, the New Jersey Turnpike Authority announced that there would be no toll increases in 2020 based on the projected revenue increases, but the pandemic caused the toll revenues to drop. Transportation officials say the increases are needed to fund the 10-year, $24 billion capital improvement program and provide critical funding to New Jersey Transit. The last major capital improvement program required toll adjustments uh, was approved in 2008. Gasoline consumption dropped about 39% from March to May, coinciding with the coronavirus outbreak. A possible meeting with Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney and homeless encampment organizers could take take place today. Those who have been living in tents along the Ben Franklin Parkway have extended an invitation to Mayor Kenny to join them for some brunch and conversation. The invitation comes as tensions grow at two sites, one along the Parkway and another along Ridge Avenue near the Philadelphia Housing Authority building. Are, are the homeless hosting this brunch? I don't know. I kind of I thought <laughs> How the do same you like <laughs> How do you like your act? You know, it's kind of weird, right? It was it was like a spray painted sign on like a okay. sheet, and they hung it up. And they, right. apparently, they've asked him a couple of times to come to this. Well, there you go. Well, then hopefully, they can work something out. Tents have oh yeah, because that's what it looks like is it, happening. It, I mean, it, yes, <laughs> it's moving along. Tents have taken over a nearby baseball field, and the barricade encampment along the parkway has metal bars and wooden planks, which encampment residents uh, said are to keep the police out. Residents say they are worried about their safety as they continue fighting for what they are calling safe housing. Without housing. Uh, it's it's people out here who develop mental issues, drug abuse issues without adequate and safe housing. And that's what we're fighting for, said Kane, a resident at the encampment. That is the core issue. The city said it uh, came to a handful of agreements with encampment organi- organizers, uh, making up to 300 vacant properties available uh, by nonprofits. Residents argue it's not safe to live in a shelter. Mayor Kenny said it's difficult to come to any sort of resolution because there's no clear leader at the encampment. Multiple deadlines from the city have come and gone for residents of the encampment to leave, but they remain along the parkway and outside the Philadelphia Housing Authority's headquarters. Some people who live in nearby homes said it's time for their new neighbors to move. It's becoming a severe nuisance and it's not clean, says one resident. The owner of TikTok has chosen Oracle over Microsoft as the American tech partner that could help keep the popular video sharing app running in the United States. Microsoft announced Sunday that its bid to acquire TikTok's U.S. operations was rejected, removing the tech giant from the running a week before President Donald Trump promises to follow through with a plan to ban the Chinese-owned app in the United States over spying concerns. TikTok and the White House declined to comment Sunday. Oracle didn't return a request for comment, but has previously declined to comment. Walmart, which had planned to partner with Microsoft on the acquisition, said Sunday it continues to have an interest 
in the TikTok investment and is talking uh, talking about it with ByteDance and other parties. The Trump administration threatened to ban TikTok by September 20th and ordered ByteDance to sell its U.S. business, claiming national security risk due to the uh, Chinese ownership. None of this will have any effect on Pornhub, will it? I don't, I don't think so. I think you're good there. The government worries about user data being funneled to Chinese authorities. TikTok denies it is a national security risk and is suing to stop the administration from the threatened ban. In sports this morning. Peyton Barber ran for two touchdowns, and Dwayne Haskins led Washington back from a 17-point deficit to beat the Eagles 27-17 to yesterday afternoon in head coach Ron Rivera's debut. What the Was- f- is this? Washington rallied after falling behind 17-0 following a pair of touchdown passes by Carson Wentz. Zach Ertz dropped a pass on fourth and third from the Eagles 42 in the fourth quarter, and Justin Hopkins kicked a 40-yard field goal to make it 27-17. The Eagles have their home opener this weekend with a game against the LA Rams. Kickoff is Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Phillies lost both of their games in the doubleheader yesterday against the the Miami Marlins. I know. Rookie Sixto Sanchez pitched a three-hitter over seven innings for his first complete game in five major league starts, leading the Marlins to a 2-1 win in game one. In game two, Braxton Garrett allowed three hits over five innings to win his major league debut. And the Marlins won 8-1 to complete the sweep and move ahead of the Phillies for for second place in the National League East. The seven-game series wraps up today. Vince Velasquez gets the start for the Phillies in game time is at 4-10. And in the NBA playoffs, the Denver Nuggets rallied from 19 points down with 22 minutes remaining to beat the Clippers 111-98. Game 7 is tomorrow night. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. I hope uh, everyone, all of you, everybody listening, got a chance to Rest and relax and get yourself set for a full work week. We welcome you back to it. Uh, hopefully the weekend was decent, other than uh, the loss yesterday. Which really yes. Everybody, but That's a bit of a downer. Long season, so there's a ways to go. We do have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a $300 Visa gift card to give away, and that's from Arden Credit Union. So it's basically like giving you 300 bucks. So. Cool. Letter of the day uh, will be letter of the day. Letter of the day. <laughs> letter of the day will be coming up at the end of the show, and uh, we have a few other things to get to as far as giveaways go. So we'll uh, we'll see how we're doing. We get started, and uh, A to Z. We're starting to get towards the end. It's wrapped up. Is it, it finished. Oh, it yeah. Yeah. finished. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Sarah was on, but I was listening to it, and I heard a bunch of the U's, the Y O U. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I didn't make it to the Z's, but it was um, it was it's bittersweet. It's so it's so great. I was looking forward to having at least one more day out of Me it. Me too. But, yeah, so when yeah. everyone was complaining that it was slower than last time around, I, I think it was just about the same amount of time. And yeah, I was hoping I, it, we'd get some more today. Something, you know? yeah. yeah. Like, I heard at least her last night. I didn't realize she was wrapping it up. It seemed like it was still going. It turns yeah. out it's over. Uh, I guess when it gets to the end, it's quick. Yeah, to yeah. the to the tail end, yeah. you start running Not out a lot of, of X songs titles. So, uh, well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you want to just start it again? Let's do it again. Let's <laughs> begin. Let's go backwards. Yeah. So we get a little slice of the the end of the uh, the end of the whole thing. All right. Well, anyhow, we do have some stuff to get to today. So we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a moment, and the entertainment report and stupid question prize chance for you to win some goodies as we begin. Our day and week together. We will be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. 
Steven Singer's Real Expert Jewelers are available for virtual and in-store appointments. Real diamonds, real experts, real people. It's easy to go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away for the stupid question a ticket to a comedy show. And it's a a car load pass for four people to see Nate Bargatze, who's going to be at the Circle Drive-In Theater in Scranton. That is coming up on the 24th. It's a Thursday. So keep that in mind as you call in to win. And the question that I have for you is this. Uh, Renee Lacoste invented the first hand-cranked what? 215-263-WMMR. So, Renee Lacoste of, you know, the, uh, yes, the, the yeah. clothing brand invented the first hand-cranked what? Two if one... someone wants to yank a guy's crank, I say let him. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Call now. Today is Monday, September 14th. And I'll mention a few birthdays that I saw today. It is Kimberly Williams Paisley. She's an actress. Who? She was in the Father of the Bride movies. Oh, yes. And she's the wife of Brad Paisley, by the way. I didn't know that. Country singer, I didn't know that. Yes. And And she's uh, very attractive. She was on According to Jim as well. Yes. Got some big eyebrows. Uh, She is 49 today. Uh, Actress Faith Ford, who was on Murphy Brown. She played Corky. And she was on Hope and Faith. Yes, with uh, Megan Fox, a young Megan Fox. That was her daughter. She was on that show? Yeah. Okay. Uh, She is 56. I always had a thing for Faith Ford. Yeah. Sam Neill, uh, yes. Jurassic Park, The Hunt for Red October. Bunch of great movies over the years. He's great. And uh, Nick had uh, pointed out this. There was a great video that surfaced <laughs> last week of he and Jeff Goldblum sitting down at a piano. And uh, I forgot what song they were singing. It was like an old jazz standard. Yeah. And it's these two older guys just having fun. And it was it was cute. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. actually. So, well, we have audio of that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, this apropos to uh, our reunion. So Sam yes. Neill is playing the piano. I remember you. You're the one that made my dreams come true. My dreams come true a few, few kisses ago. Yeah, I remember that. So. And then, of course, <laughs> Goldblum starts doing his Goldblum thing. His Goldblum thing, thing yeah. Uh, which he's just speaking and repeating the words. I remember you. Wait a minute. You're the one who said, I love you too. I love you too. You said that. <laughs> I do. Didn't you know? Didn't you know that? Remember? Wait a minute, bro. I remembered too yeah. a distant bell. That distant bell. And stars that fell like rain out of the blue. Remember all those stars? <laughs> when my life is through. Oh, yeah, baby, same. And the angels ask me to recall To recall the thrill, the thrill of it all Of it all I'm gonna tell them I shall tell them I, I remember, remember Sam Neill Tell them I, I remember Jeff Goldblum Tell them I remember you I never would have guessed in a million years that Jeff Goldblum would have ended up being cool. I know. You know what I mean? Oh, he's he is the cool dude now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Totally. He is the Saget. Uh, Currently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he uh, celebrates, Sam Neill celebrates his 73rd birthday today. Uh, Walter Koenig, who played Chekhov on Star Trek. We actually spoke to him. Just recently. Was that yeah. late last year, maybe? Mm, couple, yeah, a couple months ago, actually, yeah. I think. And it was he was promoting his uh, 
uh, autobiography. Okay. Uh, he turns 84 years old today, so happy birthday to him. These are the voyages of the star. Uh, Steve, it is also John Bauman's birthday today. John Bauman is also known as Bowser. Oh, my God! Of Sha-na-na. He's on one of the game show, uh, ne- not the game show network specifically, but uh, it's called Buzzer, and he hosts a game show. And he's pretty good. Really? Yeah, but he's he's very un-Bowser-esque. And okay. You know, he's emceeing the show. 73 today. Uh, Melissa Leo, the actress. Yes. Uh, 21 Grams, Frozen River. She was in The Fighter as well. You don't like her, right, Case? There's something about her that bothers you? Uh, no, 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 no. She's a great actress, but when she won the Oscar... Um, I was like, her? oh, oh, she's she's crazy. That's oh. that's why she's such a great actor. Her speech was uh, <laughs> yeah, off. Isn't she, okay. She's in the Equalizer, uh, isn't she? Number yeah. one and number two, right? Is she, oh, is she the? Is she okay? Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to give away a, a yeah, major yeah, plot point. And she was also in Steve. She was uh, the um, oh, oh in, in Oblivion. Oblivion. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. we're big fans of Oblivion. Yep. But I think she ended up winning the Oscar for her portrayal in The Fighter. Uh, she was yes. uh, she, for her portrayal as the monster in Monster Truck. No, no she, in the fighter. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah, was, she uh, you know, one of the chicks' moms. For the and first time ever, great. I watched a little bit of that movie. I, I know I need to see it, and yeah. uh, and it was on over the weekend. And yes, they, the women are insane in that movie. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 absolutely insane. And she took the Oscar because of it. Uh, Sean Preston. Betterline. Ah, Britney's son is 15 years old today. I can't yeah. believe that's on your list. Do yeah. we have Bo <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not. Do we have his do hit do, do, single? Do I have to? Uh, Kevin Federline, of course, is the father in that relationship, and that's uh, what Steve is requesting, a song that he he tried to have a... Uh, oh, music career, President. Music career, and he had a song called Popo Zow. Brilliant. Uh, don't see it. Okay. No, 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 why I would mean, you? I yeah. He's 15 today, and the last birthday I saw is Nas. Uh, the rapper, he is uh, 47 years old today. Not like a, a rapper that you put around like no, a piece no, of candy no. or yeah, something yeah. like that. Or to he's, keep your drink cool. No, he's a, uh, uh, <laughs> he, a hip hop artist. So. <laughs> You're right. Happy birthday to uh, Nas today, who's 47. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, and Rene Lacoste invented the first hand cranked what? 215 263 WMMR is the number. I'm going to go to Casey. Hi, Casey. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good. What's the answer, Casey? Is it the first hand crank radio? Nope, it is oh! not. Sorry. Let me go to Ch- uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Hey, Chris. What's your answer? Hand cranked what? Can opener. No, sir. Incorrect. Oh. Uh, we'll go to Clinton next. Clinton. Good morning. Hi. Do you know the answer? Uh, the ice cream churn. No, not the ice, <laughs> the ice cream churn. <laughs> not that old. <laughs> Let me the go butter to one, churn. One more call. EJ. EJ. Hey, Durga Durga. Hey, to you, man. All right, so what? He he invented the first hand cranked what? Blender. No, not blender. <laughs> You're gonna have to do a little research. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, I'll just leave it out. Okay, there. We'll see yeah, if anybody no, knows it's fine. Listen, if, sometimes you have to make them difficult. If not, uh, this could be a first stumper. It'd be great if it was actually. So, Rene Lacoste invented the first hand cranked what? Two one five two six three WMMR. You might have to look that one up. Uh, uh, let me go through some stories in the entertainment world. Uh, we'll begin with this one. An autopsy report released on Friday says that Glee actress Naya Rivera had raised her arm and called for help as she accidentally drowned while boating with her four-year-old oh. son. How do they determine that from an autopsy? On a California lake, and I don't know the answer to this, yeah. which is what I was curious right. about, too. Uh, once his mother had helped him back onto the boat, the boy noticed 
the uh, decedent had put her arm up in the air and yelled help. So I guess maybe after further interviews with the yeah. child. Okay. Uh, this is from the medical examiner. Uh, the decedent then disappeared into the water. Authorities had previously said that Rivera had drowned accidentally after putting the boy, Josie Hollis Dorsey, back onto the boat, but had not mentioned her shouting for help. Rivera knew how to swim well, the report had said. The man who rented her the pontoon boat said she declined a life vest, but he put one on board anyway. And it revealed that the 33-year-old Rivera had previous problems with vertigo, had a recent sinus infection, and had a small amount of prescribed amphetamines in her system, but did not identify physical conditions or drugs as factors in her death. So she didn't have her vest on when she was uh, in the water. Right. And so we we understand that she helped her son back on the boat. She probably got tired or was incapable of pulling herself I'm back sure up the boat. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. You can what else get, could it be? You can get really physically wiped out. Yes. Uh, before uh, you know it when you're swimming. And then if you've ever tried, like, climbing a, um, uh, a a ladder up to get onto a boat or a dock or something like that. You you feel like you weigh 500 pounds. You're amazed yes. how wiped out and how difficult yep. it actually is. So I could see easily that she was just overcome and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and didn't realize she had, uh, you know, strained herself as much as he did. Uh, toxicology tests showed that she did have small therapeutic amounts of the anti-anxiety drug uh, diazepam and the appetite suppressant fentamine in her system. So ah, that um, sucks. But they said that yeah, she had asked, <clears throat> she, she had yelled for help right before she went under. It's terrible. Johnny Depp is thanking his fans after his defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard was postponed. The fifty million dollar defamation lawsuit was We're delayed the, on Friday. The defamation uh, from January eleventh, twenty twenty one, to May third, twenty twenty one, by Judge Bruce White in Fairfax County, Virginia, due to the pandemic. So why is he thanking his fans? Uh, well, he he's currently seeking damages against his wife in an op-ed that she wrote against. This, by the way, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll get to his, yeah, yeah. his statement, but uh, Casey, you were asking what this one was about last right, week. Right. So he's seeking damages against his ex-wife for an op-ed that she wrote in the Washington Post That's claiming it. to be a domestic violence victim. He right. shared a video of himself on Friday on Instagram writing at his desk and thanking his fans for their ongoing support. Uh, he said, or he wrote in the caption, hello all. I just wanted to thank you all once again for your constant and loyal support throughout many long, interesting episodes of my life. I'm only here because of you, and I'm only here for you. So, wow. He loves his fans. He said, and uh, thanks and love to you all, J.D. Never forget that my wife's ex-wife pooped in the bed. Yes. (laughs) P.S. (laughs) That's P.S. Never forget that Amber Heard took a dump in our bed. So they're going to delay it. Heart, heart, And he's happy about that. All right, we'll go to the phone, see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Round two, Renee Lacoste invented the first hand-cranked what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Michelle, see if she knows the answer. Hey, Michelle, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Good. Uh, Michelle, do you know the answer? I hope so. Uh, the tennis ball machine? Yeah! yeah that's an obvious, right? Yeah. He, was a, he was a tennis star and, yeah. uh, and makes tennis wear. Uh, yes, Michelle, you got it right. It was a, a, he invented the first hand crank tennis ball machine. Not the radio. No. And uh, we have a carload pass for up to four people to see Nate Bergatze at the Circle Drive-In Theater, and that's in Scranton on Thursday, September 24th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Nick, do me a favor. Pull the video back up, if yeah. you would, of the, the, the post from 
uh, Johnny Depp. Steve, I didn't know he was on Instagram. Uh, I didn't either, and I may have to follow He's this. Insta-fabulous. Steve, Steve he's, he's... he's sitting at a desk. <laughs> oh, no. He is wearing, <laughs> oh, a, no. he's wearing a, a blue flannel shirt with <laughs> kind of a Rasta hat, and he's using a pen that he's actually dipping into ink as he writes this handwritten note, and he's smoking... And he's in a what appears to be like a study. You can see all the books behind him and so on. But look, I have books. Uh, I guess I guess he he fancies himself a uh, he fancies himself as Hunter S. Thompson. That's what I was. That's thinking. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. He yeah. adored yeah. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. This is <laughs> what is he? This is crazy. And yeah. by the way, some bad tattoo action. <laughs> yep, yep. But uh, that's Johnny. That's the life. This he one's lives. an eagle, and this one's a unicorn. Uh, all right, uh, moving on. Uh, Halle Berry is set to release her next film, Bruised, and landed a massive offer from Netflix. You go, girl! Yeah. I'm her biggest fan. Yep, you you know her well. I you, love her. You've been to her house before. Many times. Yeah. I positioned myself in her mailbox. Uh, <laughs> the Oscar winner took to Twitter to celebrate the reported $20 million deal and share her shock over the lofty sum. Uh, she wrote, I, I took a dump in her composter. Uh, she said, she said, I am speechless. Thank you, Netflix, for believing in my vision. That's a hell of a deal. Cannot wait for y'all to finally see uh, Bruised, the yeah. movie. Uh, in Bruised, she appears both behind and in front of the camera as director and star in a drama about an MMA fighter struggling to restore her reputation as a fighter and a mother. Uh, she previously told Variety that she broke two ribs during filming but didn't want to take a break. She said, I didn't want to stop because I had uh, prepared for so long. We had rehearsed. Uh, we were ready. So my mind, my director's mind was just keep going. And I compartmentalized that. And I just kept going. I'm not going to stop. I've come too far. I'm going to act as if this isn't hurting. I'm going to will myself through it. And so we did. So was she She. She wanted to keep going? Yeah. I don't know if I believe the broken rib thing. No, no. Um, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, because if you have two broken ribs. Wouldn't that sign that, light that you for of, months? That incapacitates you. Yes. Yeah, you don't, you don't, maybe you fractured them. Yes. Or bruised. Or, yeah. yeah or, or maybe your uh, makeup ran. Yeah, that too, because that can be dis. You know, no, no, I mean, discerning. more power to her, and she can be a badass in movies. We've seen that happen, yes. and John Wick 3, she was great. Uh, she, she's a she's a pretty tiny little thing, she's right? She's tiny, yeah. Okay, uh, but I mean, not that small... But it's all full of love! Not that small women don't, uh, you what know... What you say? MMA, fight as MMA. I Where mean, do you live? There are weight classes and stuff like that. <laughs> you don't want to come over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure she had to, because MMA fighters are in tremendous shape. They are. She is going to mm-hmm. have to... Really, I'm sure she worked her ass and off. And she, she, she did. She got into good shape. Um, but uh, and this movie's been taking a while, though, to get done. But the fact that for a first-time director, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, for $20 million, is a, that shows you the kind of money Netflix has to throw around. Yes, yes they absolutely do. Uh, so that is coming out down the road. All right, here's one of the big uh, entertainment stories of the weekend. Chris Evans appears to have accidentally uploaded nude photos, possibly of himself, <laughs> while trying to post an Instagram video over the weekend. Uh, the Captain America star was playing a game of Heads Up and shared a video game a video with 5.7 million followers without editing it previously, including the upload. In, in the upload was a gallery of videos and pics, including a shot of a of an engorged penis. Yes. 
Um, so I haven't seen the picture of the penis. No. The, the, a number of, I think the links have been uh, taken down. Heads up is where you hold the, is that where you hold the phone up above? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so you hold it. It's like um, uh, charades almost. Ellen started it, right? I don't know if Ellen started it. it was, it's been a board game for a long no, time, but like I think she popularized it. Password is uh, yeah, yeah. So Casey, so will hold play up, it. Casey will hold up a thing, that, and it's an it's an eagle, right? Like he's an eagle's hat on right, right now, and you and you have to give him clues without saying the word eagle. I and got He you. has to guess that it's eagle. It's like in uh, Inglorious Bastards when they're sitting around playing that game. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they, yeah. they have the card on the forehead that right. says something on it. So, uh, Maximilian. But, but I guess you uh, he for. How did he end up with a penis on his? <laughs> no, he didn't. He just likes to play naked. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I you. I think end when up. he was posting the pictures or posting something, a picture <clears throat> of him playing those other, some of those or another picture Got ended up in the like a series post. of pictures. Exactly. If you do a series of pictures, exactly. listen, I I can understand that happening when you if you go to Instagram and you try to post more than one picture and yes. there's like a little check mark. You can easily like the, it's, it's very hit, sensitive yeah. and you can hit that and it gets posted and yeah. you're like. Hmm. Agreed. I was posting a picture last night of me uh, performing a Cleveland steamer, That's... and uh, accidentally a picture of me uh, playing Stratego popped up. Hey, well, oh, wow. yeah. No one wants to see that. Boy, yeah. is there egg on your face? Oh, my yeah. God. I don't. I, I, now my whole thing about board games is blown out of the water. Who uh, are you steaming, by the way? I prefer not to say. Okay. <laughs> Bill, Bill Weston. <laughs> He's into that. <laughs> well, Listen, it's our thing. Yeah. It's, not on the face. We're, we're buds. It's really cute. Uh, while he deleted it quickly, fans were faster, and screenshots hit Twitter, sending fans into a frenzy. Uh, he is currently off the market and rumored to be dating actress Lily James right now. Uh, his brother Scott weighed in, too, joking, uh, was off social media for the day yesterday, so what'd I miss? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Ruffalo, I guess some of the other Avengers were kind of... They were they were sort of ribbing him, and he posted a benign picture as a joke of like him laying back with a dog or whatever. And so they were retweeting that one out. Here's a safer version of the of the D pick, basically. So he's he's not flabbergasted by it, but he's having right. a little bit of fun with it. Ruffalo posted if it is in fact his engorged penis. Uh, Ruffalo posted while Trump is in office, there is nothing you could possibly do to embarrass yourself. See, silver lining here. So I guess they're still having some fun with him about that. Wonder Woman 1984 is delaying its release again. Uh, this time, Warner Brothers pushed the Gal Gadot starter, uh, star to December 25th, so it's going to be Christmas, as the box office continues to struggle. Uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve's Dune will be released December 18th. So they're, they're going for a traditional holiday release pattern. Yes. Right. With the hopes that, I guess, more people will be going to the theaters and right. more comfortable doing it then? Well, okay. Tenet sort of validated. Listen, it's not it's not like it was pre-COVID, but it's, it's, it's starting to build. I think they want to give it some more time to build up to... You know, respectable levels. Besides that movie, I, I don't know of any in the theaters. I sent a list uh, to Preston that they they uh, um, uh, the the inquiry had releases. yeah potential okay. releases and predict and you'd be surprised how many are opening up within the next couple of months. Uh, many observers say the delay is a blow to theaters, as now there will be no tent pole to support the box office for the entire month of November. But insiders say the studio felt it had no choices. Thirty five percent of theaters remain dark, including. Major markets in like uh, New York City and Los Angeles. Uh, it will also allow Warner's uh, Tenet, which we were just talking about with Robert Pattinson, uh, to continue to expand its audience. If you stop and think about it, you release something that has decent draw, it's going to sit in the top five for months, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, first and foremost, this is according to Patty Jenkins, who's the director of uh, Wonder Woman 84. Uh, she said, first and foremost, let me say uh, how much... Uh, Gal and I love all your devoted Wonder Woman fans, all of the uh, love and devoted Wonder Woman fans around the world, and your excitement for WW84 couldn't make us happier and more eager for you to see the movie. Uh, because I know how important it is to bring this movie to you on the big screen when all of us can share the experience together, I'm hoping that you won't mind waiting just a little bit longer. With the new date on Christmas Day, we can't wait to spend the holidays with you. I am excited to see that movie. I hope it lives up to the hype. Did you see the new trailer where they uh, they show the uh, the cheetah? Um, I'm not. No, I gotta. I need to see that. Yeah. So yeah. The, whatever CGI they're using looks really good. Um, over the weekend, uh, Tenant managed to cross the two hundred million dollar line at the box office globally, oh, but good. its domestic receipts are another story. Uh, through Sunday, Tenant earned six point seven million domestically. Uh, with major markets like uh, New York City and Los Angeles, as I said, remaining shuttered. According to reports, Warner Brothers appears to have fudged the $20.2 million it claimed earning during the opening weekend and earned closer to $9 million as movie lovers appeared a little bit um, hesitant to go back to theaters during the pandemic. I hear that it's really hard to understand. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah. In fact, you know, um, the critics even were trying to without obviously spoiler alerting it, relay the synopsis of the storyline, and you can tell they were having a hard time. It's what, but that's a, that's a Chris Nolan sort of yeah. benchmark. He, you know, Memento and a lot of the movies he deals with dabble in that sort of plot you yeah. know, con- construct. Yeah, where there's... Uh... Timelines out of even Dunkirk paradoxes. Dunkirk is a is there. There are multiple timelines running yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So you're seeing things that have happened after and before the scene you're watching yeah. in, in a chronological order that to people aren't who aren't paying attention would make no sense. It took me a little while as that movie started yeah. to, to figure out what was happening. When it all came together, I'm like, that was a really cool way to yeah, do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you're, it was interesting how they did that, yeah. I just I pulled up his IMDb, and, and Interstellar was uh, in 2014, and I, I saw that movie, and I enjoyed yeah. it. I don't know if I understood mo- most of it. You know? I I watched a Nick. I'm not I'm not kidding. A 45 minute explanation of the ending of the movie, okay. a, a YouTube video uh-huh. about, and even then, and even then, I think as as a as a plot conceit about how to wrap it up, it was a little. Uh, I'll, I'll use the word precious. Like yeah. they they were. I get it, but you can't. You shouldn't be sweating trying to figure out a movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean I didn't like it. No. I just was like, it's masterful oh. filmmaking. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like. I just want to relax. I know. I know. I, I know. I, I, short circuit. I followed all the way through. Thinking is hard. Johnny Five. <laughs> hey, tensions has never been higher between Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. They're still working out terms of their divorce after splitting in 2016. Brad is determined to get equal custody of the kids. And at odds you. is the time that each spends with Pax, Zahara, Shiloh, and Knox and Vivienne. Uh, Brad, according to a source, Brad wants 50-50 joint custody, uh, um, joint physical and legal custody of the kids. Angelina has been unagreeable to those terms. She will only agree to talk about an agreement if the home base for the children isn't Los Angeles. So right now they're trying to work out how they talk about an agreement? I guess so. The younger (laughs) kids are in school in Los Angeles with Angelina, uh, which Angelina has always been opposed to. They are very smart and eager to attend school in person. Uh In August, uh, Angelina moved to have the judge disqualified from uh, settling their case claiming he had too many professional connections to Pitt's legal team, but Pitt's team criticized Jolie's belated and thinly veiled attempt to delay the trial, accusing her of bad faith and deception and depriving the kids of a final resolution in the case. 
So, uh, yeah, it, it looked like it was really acrimonious at the beginning, and it looked like it was getting better, and now it looks like it's back into yep. the acrimonious realm. And, and these, um, God, what a morass of crap. Well, they're getting back into this in October. That's when the, the whole thing continues. Amid their disagreements, Pitt has moved on with his life and is dating German model Nicole uh, Puderalski. Uh, he caused... Yeah. He caused waves when he brought her to Chateau Merival, which he and Jolie bought in 2008 and got married at in 2014. And while uh, Brad and uh, Puderalski are reportedly falling in love, the relationship is unconventional. She is married, for starters, and Pitt is not looking to get married again himself. And it doesn't report. And whoa, whoa, whoa. doesn't even reportedly want to see her every day. Yeah, so his current girlfriend is married? I guess so. So she's probably, I assume she's... Separated? Yeah. Or is this the first he's hearing about it? And another strange twist to this uh, love story, um, <laughs> Puderalski's husband, the German restaurateur Roland Mary, who introduced Pitt to his wife, uh, reportedly sells uh, Pitt's Marval Rosé made at the Chateau at his restaurant <laughs> in Berlin. What a mess. What a freaking mess. That, to me, that move of you introduce someone to your... You know, like yeah. Simon Cowell did it. One of his he 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 uh, he slept with his best friend's wife and then married her. And mm-hmm. uh, you know that, that that what a what a slimy thing to do. All right, I'm including in the entertainment report probably for the first time ever uh, an email from someone. Ooh, wow. yeah. Is, uh, it, is this a, an exclusive because of your Hollywood connections? It might be. All right. Yeah, people are now reaching out to me. This is from a listener. Uh, his name is Jared Knight. And uh, it has to do with Katie Holmes. And remember, I had mentioned the guy, Emilio uh, Vitolo, that yes. she's seeing. She's public, a uh, little PDA action people yeah. have seen. And and I had said that uh, there was a report about him possibly being kind of a star banger. Yes. Of sorts. And, and uh, you, you provided some evidence. Yeah. So this came uh, from Jared. He says, hey, guys, I'm a longtime podcaster uh, from a little town in Tennessee, but I actually know... Emilio Vitolo pretty well. Huh. Back in 2013, we were on a reality dating show together called Sweet Home Alabama Only on CMT. He said that's how they made us say it. Sweet Home Alabama on CMT. Oh, my God. He said we even got sent home by the girl on the show on the same day. He said, I haven't talked to Emilio in a year or better, but I can't say one bad word about him. Okay. He, he would do anything in the world for anybody. I don't know what he has or hasn't done in this situation, and I'm not defending him or anything uh, that he's done. I can see him as a star ever, but also, it's Katie Holmes, so I kind of get it. Yeah. That's what he said. Huh, yeah. He said, I'm always a day behind on the podcast, or I'd call in when you guys talk about reality uh, dating shows. A uh, little inside info. It's the biggest mind F me or any of the other guys ever went through, and... None of us really gave a damn about the girl. Of course. <laughs> of course. He said, keep up the good work. Wow. Thanks for helping me get through the day. This has been a Preston Elliott Hollywood yeah. exclusive. Nick, do me a favor. Look up look up Jared Knight. Okay. Knight spelled K-N-I-G-H-T from Sweet Home Alabama only on <laughs> CMT. That's too well. That's hilarious. Oh, it, 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 picture, he's in bib overalls. Yep, he's wearing overalls. 
<laughs> Definitely looks like a, a country boy here. Oh, how this did I miss this show? Particular photo, but he was a... Uh... And so they didn't care really about the girl. That's so... I would never have thought... I thought. I think every one of them is looking for love, Preston. You would think so, Like right? a wife. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where they're going for the relationships. Uh, so anyhow, Jared, thanks for listening. And yeah. thanks for the inside information. I uh, thought that was kind of cool. Sweet so, Home Alabama, only on CMT, CMT right? CMT, that yeah. is correct, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's stick with dating and, and relationship love. shows for a moment. Yes, Cassie Randolph love is seeking a temporary restraining order against Colton Underwood. I don't love you. Uh, <laughs> the former Bachelor couple who broke up in May amid recriminations now may have reached a more serious level of discord. I want to share recriminations with you. <laughs> you are an idiot. I want to be your recriminator <laughs> forever. <laughs> not good. Dude. You don't know what recrimination means. I do not. But it sounds sexual. And it's got five souls. I want to recriminate all over your face. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wipe that recrimination off your face. Uh, on your chin. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Uh, so it says that, uh, the, uh, uh, it may have reached a more serious level of discord, but details are sketchy. Uh, Randolph <laughs> filed for a restraining order on Friday. So she filed for this restraining order. A hearing is set for October 6th and the case involves domestic violence prevention without minor children to the, according how it's written. Uh, Randolph and Underwood first met in 2019 on the, uh, former NFL stars season of The Bachelor. Underwood gave the final rose to Randolph, but didn't propose to her after Randolph abruptly abruptly left the competition over engagement doubts. Randolph's show exit led to the infamous fence jump yes. that will go oh, down yeah. in Bachelor history, where Underwood actually jumped over a fence for Randolph when she decided to leave production. Quick question. Was he legitimately an NFL oh, star? No, no. no. And so they when you said keep saying that, I'm yeah, like, what? Like, no. I've it's never nice. heard of this guy. No. Oh, it's written here. Yeah. yeah. He was he was in on I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I watched it. Maybe. I mean, listen, uh, how many years did he play in the okay, NFL? So I think he ended up as on practice squads for most teams, including the Eagles. Yeah. I don't think he ever played in an NFL game. No. Uh, Randolph ultimately. But he's a star. Was the ball boy. Yeah. Uh, Randolph ultimately. <laughs> yeah. You were the ball boy? Yeah. Okay. I was on the Eagles. Uh, Randolph, when. Uh, I'm saying, hang on here. Uh, what? Uh, oh, he ultimately rejoined the competition. The following Are episode. You recriminating? Or she did. I'm sorry. Who? She ultimately rejoined the competition the following episode and accepted his final rose. Uh, the couple. I'm com- sorry. Are you talking to me? The couple confirmed that they were in a relationship uh, after in the after the final rose special March t- uh, 2019. They were a couple for more than a year, but then came the split in May. And the cordial split soon turned more fraught. Randolph said that the breakup was painful, made worse by attacks on her on social media. Uh-huh. And uh, the memoir that, uh, I, and that is his memoir, uh, contains a hint that all was not always well in paradise. Uh, one anecdote in his memoir pronounced memoir that uh, they also briefly broke up in August of 2019. So she has filed for a restraining order. I wonder how many, uh, because you don't know, you're you're pairing people up uh, a lot with these shows. You have armies of people now have been paired up and relationships have been set in motion. I wonder how many times there are restraining orders that we don't hear about. Yeah, it may have well happened many times. 
This was my favorite thing on social media from the weekend. Uh, after discovering that masking up allowed him to go incognito, Steve Martin yeah. decided to do something about it. And he posts in this, uh, he goes uh, on his social media post, he said, I always wear a mask when I go outside, but something about it was leaving me anxious and unsettled. <laughs> I thought about the problem, I addressed it, and here's the solution. And it's a picture of him in a mask and sunglasses, but he has a sign above his head that says Steve Martin with an arrow pointing right down to him. I, and the way it, it rolled out is great because when you're reading the caption, yeah, yeah. you just see his face. You right. don't see the sign. And then you click on the picture and it pops up and it's the sign. He was missing his celebrity. The comedic timing, on, yeah. even on the photo, was fantastic. Uh, it went viral hours after the post has been shared nearly 50,000 times with more than 267,000 likes. So it, it made me laugh heartily this weekend. Uh, let's see. Leighton Meester and Adam Brody welcome their second child together. They're from Gossip Girl. Yes. I like that couple. Uh, so, oh, uh, or they, she is. Uh, yeah, and he's from the OC. Is he from the OC? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 2014, they welcomed a now five-year-old daughter, Arlo Day. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, good on them. <laughs> it rocked your weekend. So happy about that. They're an attractive couple, I'll okay, tell you now, that. I don't know this guy. Jackass 3D, an American Horror Story star, Stevie Lee. Stevie Lee's a dwarf. Nah, uh, I'm sorry, I probably know him. Uh, died at age 54. What? Uh, there was a GoFundMe page set up uh, that says uh, he was beloved by many and his has many fans that were uh, friends that were family, fans that adored him, but only his brother Jeff left to take care of his final yeah, arrangements. I yes, he's, I definitely have seen him. His picture's up in the studio here. Uh, oh, go, man, that sucks. The GoFundMe page was uh, dedicated to his brother Jim uh, for handling the burial and funeral costs. Uh, it, it was also written, Puppet has put smiles across the world with his hardcore attitude and lifestyle. He is a legend in the art of midget wrestling. Uh, he needs our help to give him one last curtain call. So... I don't know well, his nature of death or anything uh, like that. So, but uh, you know, that's, legend in the world of midget wrestling is what guess, the, his eulogy. I guess so. Maybe okay. he was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was well known in that. Uh, he had a few different uh, acting role. roles over the years too. He was in the Oz, the Great and Powerful. He was. He's one of the Munchkins, as you can imagine. And he uh, was the Russian submarine captain in Hunt for Red October. <laughs> no, nope. no, that's uh, that was Sean Connery. Connery, I believe. Oh, yeah. way off on that one. All right, and then one last story. Oscar winner Morgan Freeman and Batwoman star Ruby Rose are leading the cast in uh, George Gallo's Vanquish, currently filming on location in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, in the film, Morgan plays a retired police commissioner who blackmails his caretaker, Rose, into helping him bust dirty detectives. I want you to help me bust dirty detectives. I guess it worked because she does it. Uh, it stars Nick, uh, a bunch of people I don't know. It stars Nick and a whole bunch of people I don't know. Yeah, Nick, uh, Vallalonga. Vallalala. Miles, Doliak. Patrick Muldoon. Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Juju Journey Brenner. Juju Journey Brenner. Wow. Kid you not. And Julie Lott. So there you A bunch of nobodies. All right, we are ready for clips. Here we go. Yay! Monday clips, always the freshest. Uh, the Broken Hearts Gallery fills a little bit of the void for every movie delayed this year, offering a charming romantic comedy. And in this clip, star Dart. Uh, Dart? Oh, no, no, no. It's um, 
I didn't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Dacray? Dacray? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. Montgomery explains his experience switching from Stranger Things uh, to this film. Here we go. Just trying to act like a sponge every day on set and soak up all that amazing, genius, creative energy from Geraldine and Natalie and many, many other cast members and crew is always any effort for me or any goal is just always to do that. And I think it was actually lovely coming off Stranger Things and having pivoting into a different direction was actually really nice. Shut the f- Guess he's an Aussie. Yeah, a couple, um, a couple of the cast members on Stranger Things are from lands far away. Uh, so the Broken Hearts Gallery is playing in theaters now. Here is the next clip. All right, Dancing with the Stars returns with an all-new look and feel for the show's 29th season. In this clip, the show's new host, Tyra Banks discusses her hesitation to accept the new role. Early this year, I got a reach out from the ABC Disney team, and they were like, we just want to run something by you to see if this is something that you would be interested in. And honestly, I have to say, I was kind of shocked. It was very early quarantine days. I sat on it for a couple of weeks, and then I called my mom, and then my mom was like, this is something that you definitely need to do. Why are you even thinking about this? Shut the f*** up! <laughs> uh, the season premiere, Dancing with the Stars, airs tonight. All right. 8 o'clock on ABC, so we'll get to see Carol Baskin in all her glory. Uh, yeah, and the word is she's uh, her first dance is going to be to Eye of the Tiger. Yep. Uh, I, I, I don't know about this uh, this new... I don't, I don't like Tyra. The new Tyra. hosting? Yeah. You Ty- don't like Tyra? I like Tyra sometimes, but when <laughs> she gets a little too Tyra-esque, it's annoying, you know? Yeah. Like Project Runway Tyra-esque. Never watched it, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Girl! Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's over the top. All right, well, we'll see how she fares on Dancing with the Stars. And that is my entertainment report for today, my friend. Hopefully you got something out of it. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. And the world is our oyster. Yes! Let's crack it open when we get back, all right? Hey, gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. So we just had that story about uh, Chris Evans over the weekend uh, accidentally posting a D-pick. He was playing a game uh, online and, and uh, ended Heads up, up. Was it on Twitter? I, you know, I think it might have been Instagram. Or was it was it? Instagram yeah. stories. Yeah, Instagram oh, stories. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so he uploaded a whole bunch of things at once, which, Kathy, you were talking about. Like, you can click a, a bunch of photos or videos at the same time. And one of them mm-hmm. was uh, Captain America's. <laughs> well, we're assuming. We're, we're not sure. His. We're not sure if it was You're his right. or not. Not unless you know. he, he admires someone else's fully erect dong. Right? I don't know. I We used to always keep a, a, a penis picture handy. That's already. Really? The, uh, it's yeah. sort of like your calling card. Mm. Yeah, so you can send it out. Can you send me your resume and a D-pick? Mm. Right? You, you must be proud. <laughs> your penis. <laughs> no, I it's not read, mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just, as, a, oh, okay. as a joke. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, to text. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm proud of my penis. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you have to be. Yeah. You know, we'll work what you got. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a a folder in your photos. Uh, if you have an iPhone, that's uh, I think it's marked hidden photos or something like that. You can put photos in there. 
uh, I've been told. <laughs> and uh, and they when you go to Instagram to upload photos, you know, it just will automatically go to your, your regular photos folder. Right. If you It'll have, bypass this hidden folders folder? It, it will completely ignore those. Right. So you can't physically oh. upload from the hidden folder to Instagram, which is good if in case you have... Do you do you find though, and I bet this is the case quite often, Nick, that people who go to that extra step inadvertently facilitate the actual sending out of these pictures. In other <laughs> words, I'm going to do this, and then by the methodology they're doing it, end up screwing it up and sending out those pictures. It probably right. means they have a lot on there, and this yeah. is their way to uh, I've avoid got a, that. I've got probably like ten, twenty thousand D pics, yeah. you know, but they're in that folder, so they're protected. Well, there's a lot of guys out there. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 I get them all the time. Yeah. Case, you remember? I used to send you pictures of uh, not my uh, of of my boys. Remember? Yeah. 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 So that I had handy. I, I and almost... I don't mean Parker and Carter. Oh, I mean my yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you but named I, them. Parker. I took, I took yeah, a picture yeah. of them and I held on to it. And I would yeah. send it to Casey every now and then, just as a hey, look at this. Hey, hey. look at my butthole. <laughs> uh, uh. You, I think you you at least every guy I know has at least one or two pics. And again, it's not my junk, but it's one you send out in response for for a joke. As a joke, yeah, yeah. exactly. One of my favorites, Kathy sent to me, uh, actually, was the picture of the thumb. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thumb. It's an actual thumb. That one. But it looks like a like a dong. No, it's, it's a it's a penis. But it, it looks, looks like a thumb. thumb. It looks like uh, a thumb. It's okay. got it, That's it says, "Hey, look, I broke my thumb" or something <laughs> like that. It's got a little bandage. Yeah. Do you remember that? All right. Well, there's another it was one. Hilarious. Where Kathy said. <laughs> There's a guy. That was years ago. Oh, Kathy has the best D pics. <laughs> Kathy used to send the most profane, right? Yes, text. That's I haven't a, seen anything like that in a while. Because the text chain got too big. Okay, like it's too many people yeah. that yeah, can screenshot that. Chuck's on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when Murphy, uh, like Senator like, Chris Coons is on it, it's right. okay. Yeah, it you can't to, do that. It used to just be me and you, like me, you and your wife, and then I, you know, I'm like, yeah. that's not going to. That's go playful anywhere. fun. Yeah. yeah, like now it's too. Somebody could get offended. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you made the right call. Uh, but I and, and to Kathy's point, the um, the whole Instagram thing when you want to post multiple photos. Same thing with uh, with Twitter too. It's really easy to accidentally put a wrong photo up. I've done it. I've done all kind. Man, and here's yeah. the thing with and, and I have my social media issues when I go, especially on Twitter, and I and I I, I hit you know post or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, to go ahead and put it up there. I realize that I've put up the wrong thing, the wrong photo, or there's a mistake, and I need to edit it or whatever, and I just as quickly as possible delete it. And no matter how fast, there's immediately a comment or two right. about said mistake or whatever I did. Preston, the Ugh. I mean, and I and I, it's fantastic. And I, I, I'm, I'm as I said before, I'm the Jesus of social media. I'll follow you back. It's my 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 outreach. It's my my thing. It's it's my you know making sure that everyone has uh, bread and fish on the side of the mountain. <laughs> so. Uh, the second I send out a picture, I will get like five likes immediately. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like it's already out there. I can't, I can't, I can't retract it, and then even change. I've sent off things, and at the last second, I've seen that I've used the wrong there. So, um, we we are low level. Yeah, you guys are low level celebrities, and I'm much lower than that. But um, uh, with somebody like Chris Evans, are there people that are uh, millions of people see not, it instantly? Well, yep. yeah, but I mean, are they are they? Uh, is there an automatic setting to like it immediately? 
Um, I, yeah, I think there is. Because oh, really? I've, I, I, I've seen that happen with, that's a few, dangerous. with a few of my posts, too, and it's just, it's automatic. Like, once it's posted, it's like... Can that's, you say... That's a good question. For some reason, I think there there is. Why would you want that? That's That sounds so stupid. Do you want to yeah. go to our social media expert over We're here? We're going to our social media expert, Marissa Magnata. There is a setting that you can get alerted when somebody posts. Oh, I see. So you'll get a notification, and if you click that notification, it goes right to the post. So if I'm a huge Marissa Magnata fan, and I can set that up, and anytime you post anything, I get an an alert that says you posted something? Thanks for doing that, Nick. Okay, cool. I'll do it right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. Got it. By the way, there's a great web, there's a great uh, Instagram account called It Looks Like a D, but, yes. the, but the word <laughs> D is spelled out. It's hilarious. It's just daily things uh, that look like penis, and it's one of my favorite accounts to follow. What's the What's the biggest picture mistake, or have you had a picture mishap on social media? I know we've had... You had a a text mishap that yeah. was just a complete accident. Oh yeah, I, I've never posted a photo that I've uh, you know gone. Oops, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, that's um, my butthole. Uh, right, exactly. But but yeah, I had another issue recently that I told Marissa about. Yeah. It's just it, it, it totally turns me off of of Twitter. But I wouldn't mind hearing stories of people who have done something similar or accidentally send a, you know, a D-pick, or, Steve, I think you were telling me Greg Giraldo. Just, just an inpro- inappropriate text right? yeah, yeah. to the wrong person. Greg Giraldo does a great bit, and I wish I could find it. It's, it's totally profane, but he says, you know, he, he <laughs> in, in one of his stand-up bits, he uh, he talks about sending a uh, a text to his girlfriend at the time. He thought it was his girlfriend. He's yeah. gonna, he says, I'm going to pick up a speedball and F your brains out, and he sent it to his mother. And the, the, the joke of the bit was his mother sent back a text saying, you're so full of ass, no one can keep wood on that much coke. And, like they go back and forth, but I—that's the thing that drives me crazy. And in fact, I just did it, where the last person in your text chain you end up, you're going to send a picture, you're going to send somebody something, and just the way it's laid out, we all fall into that trap. I send it back to yeah. the—I think I'm sending it back to per, someone I've created a new. A yeah. new text response, and they send it to the last person in my text chain. Earlier this summer, I went to a lunch meeting that wasn't meant for me uh, because they sent it to the wrong Casey. Oh, what? my God, and you went? I went, yeah. Oh, do tell. That's great. So, <laughs> so this guy named Eustace uh, from the Icona Resorts, in, uh, they have one in Diamond Beach, one in uh, Cape May, and one in uh, Avalon, yeah. uh, sent me a text saying, hey, can you meet for brunch uh, around on Sunday yes. at the Diamond Beach location. Yeah, sure can. Well, Eustace and I are friendly, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm I'm down here all weekend, you know. I'll, and oh he goes, God. great, eleven o'clock, right? So <laughs> what's even better is Chuck D'Amico was going to come with me because Chuck now runs the ship down at the, at the Fanatic, and and they do stuff with that with you know all yeah. the stations. So Chuck actually decided at the last minute, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do something with my kids. Just tell him I said hi. <laughs> so I go there. I, what are you doing here? <laughs> Honestly, like, and I was like, I was like a little bit ticked at the the response that I got because I get there, I text him, I'm like, I'm here, I'm I'm, I'm in the lobby. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll be right down. And then he comes out to the lobby and he just kind of looks at me. He's like, so what's going on, man? You know, and I'm like. Nothing, man. You know, I just thought, and we sat there and talked for like a good five, oh my God. maybe even ten minutes, and then he goes, "Oh, oh, I know what I did wrong here." He goes, "Oh, he goes, I, I really got to put your last name into my phone." He goes, I, "He goes, hang on a second, I got to text somebody, to let them know that this person is not coming for their job interview." It was a job interview. Oh. I, I don't, and so. 
I was like, no. why is this guy acting like I'm bothering him? Yeah. I'm like, he texted me. I'm hungry. What are we eating? Yeah. Honest to God. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. That's God. great. I have, I, I, that's exactly an issue I have. I have a number of Brian's in, oh. in my contacts, Brian's without last names. And I sent uh, one to my former uh, neighbor. Hey, I'll take you up on your offer. Let's go to the range and do some shooting. And I just sent it to someone. Uh, the numbers change. You have no idea. Yeah, who yeah, it was. yeah. And, 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 and it's yeah. And it's like, oh, you feel like such an idiot. I will write down even if I don't uh, know who the person. I don't know their last name. I'll write a description in like uh, <clears throat> their job title or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. right. You know, I do that. You know, dude from so and so. Same you know, thing. Guy I met at uh, blah blah blah. You yeah, know, or whatever. F- fix my window. Yeah. yeah, so that I have a mnemonic thing to remember mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just writing down the goddamn last name. Yep. All right. So, uh, Casey, your story just reminded me. I had a, an entire text conversation with uh, Ian LaPerriere of the Flyers, had, uh, one of the assistant coaches, right? Uh, and he thought that I was somebody else. <laughs> so uh, there was I, I can't remember the last time we had him on, but I think it was charity related. And um, and so I wrote I wrote to him, how did it go today? And he's like, good. good. It was a 90-minute class. The bike ride is tomorrow. All right. Uh, and then we go back and forth quite a bit. I'm encouraging him, and he's very excited about the, this thing that's coming up. And then he goes, his text says, uh, hey, you know what's funny? I was texting another friend of mine called Nick, and you played along. I love it. Have a great weekend. I'll have to put you on in another name. And I was like, I thought we were bonding. Uh, uh, you're, I'm really close to you. I right, feel so yeah. close. Here's what I've done twice lately is intending to send something to one recipient <sighs> and end up sending it to a group, a group. recipient. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yes. did it with you guys. Yeah. I was sending Casey a video of my backyard. Yeah. I'm doing this thing now where after I went to... Yeah. The Avalon and, and stayed at Icona, uh-huh. and they had a reggae band there. And I'm listening to the ocean. I'm listening to the reggae band and our suite. And I'm like, you know what? My sound system at home. I've got two different uh, uh, zones set yeah. up outside. So you know what I'll do? I'll put reggae music on one, and I'll put ocean sound effects on another. And it'll be like I'm at the beach. And so I I walked around with a video of my backyard walking around, so you could hear the different sounds. Right. And- right. And I meant to send it to Casey because I was telling him about it, and I sent it to all of you guys. So what it looks like is, well. in the context of a conversation you're having with Casey, it makes complete sense. Yes. Then you send it out, and it's like, oh, look at this guy. That's yeah, Steve. Yeah, look exactly. At this guy. I was like, wow, he's really into showing us. You the show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it was totally nice. innocent. <laughs> <laughs> totally innocent to your conversation. And I hate that. <laughs> I did the same thing. With the same video, yeah. with a different group of people, <laughs> our friends, we were doing this big Zoom. Look at this jerk off. I, and that's it. Yeah. We were doing this big Zoom uh, cocktail hour thing when my friend's son was going to show us. He's a bartender, teach us how to make these cocktails. And it's like 20 people. And I meant to just send it to Will. And I meant, hey, check out what I'm doing at our house. I've got the ocean here. Yeah. And I sent it to everybody. That's great. And again, you just trying I to... felt like a total, oh, you know, look at this jackass showing off here. Your mindset's exactly right. No matter how you try, Preston, it, social media will always bite you in the ass. Let me go to some uh, calls here. I have people who have in, unintentionally sent uh, uh, scandalous photos. Yeah. And then I have uh, other people who have uh, invited the wrong person to something. So we can go with both of those easily. I'm going to go to Phil. Hey, Phil, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. Dirk, Phil. What's up, man? Not much. So, like, years ago, I was, uh, all the guys that work, we always send, uh, you know, naked pictures of girls. And, 
you know, whatever else to each other. And I was sending one to a friend of mine whose name was Chris. And my uh, now ex-mother-in-law, her name was Chris. And I sent a whole slew of, like, 12 pictures to to my ex-wife's mom. And the best part of it was that they were her... Uh, parents were on uh, vacation because it was their anniversary. So her dad <laughs> texted me back saying, thanks for the great pictures. And I was like, what? Yeah. Oh. It was really late at night, and it was the next morning I saw this, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so how did you, you said, Go ahead. How did you respond, Phil? I, I didn't. <laughs> you did? Yeah, you nice. didn't. You I didn't. And I acted like. I acted like it never happened, and then, like, I guess uh, later that week or after they got back, you know, he said something, and it was like, oh, it's, it's all right. It was, it was Phil, can I, can I talk to you? God, I, I, I pounded it raw to those pictures. Can you send, can you send me some more? <laughs> were they your ex-in-laws at the time, or were they still your in-laws? No, they were still my in-laws. Oh, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. Oh, my, I, you can literally, Thanks, you man. can feel your blood pressure oh, just yeah. this- bo- bottom out. Oh it's no! Yeah. yeah, that like feeling yeah. in your stomach. No. I know that feeling. Uh, oh no! I'm gonna go to Tara. Hey Tara, good morning. Hi, you guys are rock. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Tara. What's up? <laughs> I uh, so I was texting with my husband, and I accidentally sent a picture of my boobs to my boss. Oh boy! Oh, you no. sent a picture of your boobs to your boss, male or yeah. female boss. Male. Oh, man. No. How big are your boobs? <laughs> Double D's. Oh, Double D's. Oh, yeah. So you're now vice president of the company. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you are. Uh, what, what ended up happening, Tara? How did that exchange go? He was actually pretty cool about it. He was of like, I'm just going to pretend. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend like it's okay and, you know, nothing's. I'm just going to ignore it. And it was a good laugh. And we we joked about it uh, for a while. So, how, But that first second you realized that you had, <laughs> or how did you realize? When did it become apparent that you had made the wrong selection? Oh. Immediately. Oh, Immediately. oh, that's the worst. <laughs> how did you make the mistake? Did they don't have the same name or were you texting? No, they both were texting me at the same time. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yep. That's a bad one. Right, I've done that too. a bunch of times. Not sent like a picture, but just responded to the wrong person because there's, you know, two different texts going on at the same time. I don't know that I could ever recover from sending Bill Weston a picture of my boobs. <laughs> no. Enjoyed the pictures. Thanks for thinking of me. Wow. Like, how could you ever... I, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be in radio anymore. I just quit. Maybe <laughs> it's time to get you that new traffic system you've been asking for. Seriously. By the way, Kathy, have there ever been photos that existed of your naked breast? Well, just I, for a joke or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, okay, I think for I, told, friends. I told you this before. No, it was um, it was at spring break. It was my friends and I, and our heads are not in it. But oh, it right. went into, like, a photo album somewhere <laughs> in South Padre. <laughs> Do you know, it's funny when you'll see sometimes you'll see pictures um, that are just like, uh, you know, from whatever, from calendar shoots that we've had end up on webs like, oh, yeah, yeah, like w- what? And they're like totally applied I- incorrectly, you know? And wait, the guy that, that owned those pictures, we, um, I, I, it was years ago, but I ended up turning on some reality show about <laughs> spring break in South Padre, no. and the dude was on the show. And yeah. I called my friend because she, my friend hooked up with him. So I called, I was like, oh, 
your boyfriend is on TV. And she was like, what are you talking about? Jeez. And I showed them the, the video and they were like, oh my God, this dude was like, a, he was like a spring break lifer. I mean, okay. he was like too old to be on spring break. Uh, he then one of those turned dudes. it into a job, stayed there, lived there, <sighs> went on this show, but he was the owner, or at least the camera belonged to him. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me go to some other calls. I have uh, Peter. Hi, Peter. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Good. What's up, buddy? Okay, so uh, they just recently had a surprise party for my boss, and his wife got his phone and was writing down numbers of all the names. And uh, they went to, we'll say the name, guy's name is John. And he went to invite John, the, the wife, and the John they wanted was under something like Roofer John. So they invited the wrong John, who was not on good terms with the people coming to the party. So when he showed up for the surprise party, it was kind of one of these, what are you doing here? And you got to go now. Oh, really? Oh to the extent they said, you got to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were like, hey, good to see you, but mm, you're kind of not welcome. Time to go. Uh, just leave that present and go. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. So did did it ha- did he get out of there in time or was there? Uh, yeah, some sort he of- did. He got no. He got out of there in time. There was no like incident or anything. Maybe maybe for him too. He was like, gee, I wonder why I'm invited to this party. But oh, I'll go. <laughs> hey, those guys want to make a mess. Hey, they want to make a mess. They want to repair this. What's that? What's the David Spade oh, movie case on Netflix? Where he invites the wrong. Oh, it's it's called like the wrong Alice or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name. And he's he's the gone away. Alice. He wants to go away like on a on a romantic. Um, yeah. You know, oh, let's go for it. Let's do this. And he invites the wrong named girl. So it's it's they share oh. the same name, but an annoying. Yeah. Coworker, oh, he invites on this flight, and, and they get on the plane, and it's it's obvious they made a the wrong Missy, the wrong Missy. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that happening in this day and age. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Amanda. Hi, Amanda. You're on the air. Hi. Hello, Amanda. What's up? So I have pictures on my phone that I taken of me and my fiance that were provocative. Yeah. And photo album was synced to my 11-year-old son's computer. Oh, no. So, yeah, so I didn't know this until he brought it up to me. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, Mom, I saw the pictures of you and Daddy. I was so embarrassed. I completely took his laptop away. He synced everything, and we never spoke <laughs> about it ever. All right, Amanda, <laughs> oh, my I, God. I, I have to... I have to delve into this a little bit how inappropriate are we talking just nudity or in the act like my face to his lower part oh Oh, my god amanda i'm i'm mortified for you treating it like a microphone (laughs) is this thing working Oh, so, so. So your child is traumatized for life. I I have a shared experience. I've said on air when I came in and found my mother uh, giving oral pleasures to my dad. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And and, and it's seared into my mind. Uh, And that's decades ago. Oh, my God, Amanda. So, and you, that was the only time you talked about it. And then that was it. Never again, right? I will not bring it up, and he doesn't listen to the show, so he won't have to hear it again. By any chance, this won't pop up in Facebook memories, will it? These photos? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Amanda. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine your parents, no. Chris? <laughs> Not to that level, but we've gotten mm-hmm. to where my kids are of an age now where when Rochelle and I are, are you know, flirting uh, yeah. in uh, an inappropriate right. manner... 
will sometimes do it in front of the kids just to watch them cringe. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, it's so funny because yesterday we were going through uh, uh, stuff for taxes, and so Rochelle had a, uh, a a box there that she called the shredder box. Yeah, yeah. Which is to put papers that need to be shredded in it. And I, I said something like, yeah, well, how's your shredder box doing or something <laughs> oh like that? Oh, my God. And Carter was in the room, and he's like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and we're laughing our asses off. Just I love just needling them like that. Because that's, that's, now you can lord that over. Yeah, they're old yeah, enough yeah, yeah. now where yeah. it's it's not, you know, it won't go over their head, and it's not so inappropriate that uh, it'll freak them out, but it's funny. I think another problem with photos these days, too, is that because you have so many apps, a bunch of different apps save photos and duplicate photos. And share them. And share them, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I just pulled up this Chrissy Teigen tweet where she talks about the fact that she'll share photos of boobs on WhatsApp with her friends. It's it's her boobs and her friends' boobs or whatever. But then the WhatsApp app stores that those same photos back on your phone. So, like, if you go to Instagram or you yeah, go to yeah. Twitter, whatever, they're they're duplicated in a whole bunch of different manners, and you can end up texting them or posting them or whatever. Which leads me to another question. Maybe there's some people listening that will do this because she said she shares them with her friends. Do you not necessarily sexting but send naked I think photos so. to friends as a joke? Yeah. Or there's a, a theme running. I don't know. Maybe you write something on your on your boob or I, I don't know. No, no. So, um, yeah. Not sexual in nature but jokey in nature. Or like even like well, I don't want to say we're joking like, like, like your your butt or like you know you're spreading nuts. your cheeks or your nuts. Yeah. I would send them to Casey. These yeah. nuts. Yeah. 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 How did uh, how did the Hope Solo photo get leaked? Hope Solo's butthole. Yeah. She well, she got hacked. She yeah, got she, hacked. Her, she yeah. was taking naked photos. I don't know if they were for a boyfriend or whatever. Send me a picture of your butthole. And they were hacked. And there was one where she's spreading. Okay, and you can see the um, that's not the, the chocolate fo- starfish, as they call right, it. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's not the focus of the photo. It's just in the photo. Right? That became right. Phone cameras ushered in a flood. Like you would never see this. It, it was it was too protracted a process. I wonder if it's his... Send this picture to Nancy. <laughs> it's my butthole. <laughs> you, you know, it, like it was never... It was, it was never that. But be, because they're everywhere, is it as scandalous as it used to be? You know, That's what I was just wondering. In other words, does each one of these diminish yes. the impact? I think it does. I think, it, yeah. think back. I was just thinking. I saw a picture of Vanessa Hudgens. Do you remember when those pictures leaked of her? Yeah. Full frontal nudity, full frontal nudity uh, and she was uh, fully bushed. Yep, and uh, oh, that's right. At the time, it was very, very scandalous. Yes, now not as much. Not as much. I don't think. Uh, let me go to Vince. Yo, Vince. Good morning. Good morning. You guys got Zooks. Yeah, oh, you <laughs> get Zooks, sir. All right. What's up, Vince? Well, this is many years ago when email was still kind of a new thing. I sent an email to a coworker in another location. As a joke, they said, what are you wearing? <laughs> and as it turns out, he's talking to our boss on the phone, and he starts laughing. And the boss says, what are you laughing at? And he told him, so next thing I know, I'm getting an email from my boss. It says, I'm wearing a hot stop and hot pants. Oh, my Thank God. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So at least for a minute, I, I just freaked out. Like, oh, my God. I sent the wrong person. Yeah. But you just want to die. But, I mean, so what you were catching at the beginning of the Internet boom has now become standard yeah, for like anybody. Internal, it was like internal email. So it was like, <laughs> you know, I thought, oh my God, I sent the wrong person. Yep. Well, speaking Thanks, about brother. that years ago, Preston, within the, the, the Ron Mori and the, 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 you know, uh, at WDRE in New York, you know, when you worked for DRE in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, these are stations that both Preston and I worked at. Um, at the beginning of the internet, they were, the higher ups were on it and they were sending stuff around. And I can't tell you the amount of times confidential information leaked out to people. They were not... 
you know, because everyone was just sort of finding their way and figuring out how to use it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you one, there were disasters like every other week of people finding out stuff they were not meant to find out. Yep. Yep. Uh, let me go to Dave real quick. Hi, Dave. You are on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, man. Gazooks. 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 What's up, Dave? Hey, listen, man. I have the funniest story. I sold my buddy a phone. Remember the old Razor phones when they first came out with the camera on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got talking on the microphone. And there, and that's the lesson. There's, there's another lesson in why yep. you have to be careful with that stuff. Dude, yep. I can never face her. I can never look at her. And no. Again, I mean, it was, it was crazy. She was, she was ugly, bro. Like, <laughs> she was ugly. <laughs> she was ugly, dude. There you. Well, you worked it out. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. She was ugly though, so it wasn't an issue. Had a face like a smashed ass. Right before. You know, uh, cameras and in your on your phone and so on. I remember, yeah, Rochelle and I took some some naked pictures just for fun. Yeah, uh, and I have them somewhere. I don't know. You would you would send them off to the to the uh, developer to the photo place, oh my gosh, yeah. that's and right. just go. I wonder if we'll get these back right. or not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, uh, Mister Elliot? Your D pics are in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they were while we were in Whistler, Canada. We were in a hotel oh, room and bored. Oh, and you guys got engaged. Got engaged. Uh-huh. It's yeah. okay, though. Yeah. It's in the eyes of the Lord. That's fine. No, the uh, I, I remember the Polaroid was the one that innovated yes. our, because you did not have to do that process of sending off to, you know, but the thing is, is that, man, you know, I, I remember uh, I had a photo album and one of the pictures that I'd taken and I, I thought I'd gotten rid of them all, and I was open going through the different pages of the photo album, and one of those Polaroids slipped out, and that, to me, in my mind, was like, oh my god, I, I will never, I'll, I'll never again, because you'd never know where the, that was physical copies of a photograph, and you didn't know where they were ending up. Right now, in this day and age, you know, with hacking and all that stuff, you don't know where any of that crap is going to go. I remember I was probably in uh, junior high, and uh, my sister. We, this is back in the day of photo albums. Yes, so we, yeah, we, yeah. We had tons of photo albums. I was going in my sister's room. I went through a photo album. I found a picture in there. Oh no! I guess they went out to a lake, and they were all skinny dipping. Mm-hmm. And so it was pictures of them naked. And one of one of her friend Holly had a dildo. Oh no! But it was and it was a joke. Yeah. But I she she you know like like you might joke around like we have we have them around here we have them around the office. Was Holly totally hot? Yeah, but she was a friend. She okay. was like a, right. she was like another sister. Of mine. Right. So that's why it was weird seeing this. Right. And I remember telling my sister about it and just being very disappointed in her. And she's like, "No, you don't get it. It was a joke. It wasn't." It wasn't an orgy or anything like that. <laughs> but you don't believe that. But it, mm-hmm. Well, no, I do believe okay. that. But as a kid, I was just, I was very disappointed with yeah. her. Wow. And yeah. it's mortifying. Yeah. yeah. The same way Getty Lee was when he saw you smoking pot in the... Uh, in no, the, no, it was Neil. Uh, I mean, Neil, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. All the right. <laughs> so anyhow, Marissa has posted, by the way... Uh, Naked pictures. <laughs> Twitter's best reactions to the Chris Evans leaked photo. 
If you would like to see that, it's unprecedented, Steve. Has anyone seen the... Yeah. I, 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 Casey just had yeah, She it, emailed yeah. it to everybody. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's just a series of pictures and one dark it... photo with... Yeah. Yeah, it's I... dark. Uh, so oh, there it is. Okay. It's it's more of a silhouette <laughs> of a unit. Very it's almost thing. like like a, uh, a penis is testifying against the mob. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be recognized. <laughs> but that like deep voice. Anyway. I uh, was there on October 15th. Yeah, no, identified. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, we are going to take a break and come back in a second because I have some bizarre file stories that I pulled from the weekend to share with you. So that is on the way. Stay put. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's get into this bizarre file thing. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. All right, we will start with a follow-up story. A court in Slovenia on Friday sentenced a twenty-two-year-old woman to two years in prison, and I'll. Bring you back up to speed on this story if you don't remember it. Because she deliberately cut off her hand with a circular saw Uh. to make a fraudulent insurance claim. The district court said Julia Aldisic had agreed with her boyfriend to have her left hand severed above the wrist at their home early in 2019. You're the best girlfriend ever. Uh, She was found guilty of attempted insurance fraud. About a year earlier, she had signed contracts with five different insurance companies. <clears throat> the woman stood to collect more than 1 million euros, about half paid immediately, and the rest in regular monthly installments. Her boyfriend was sentenced to three years in prison, while his father received a one-year suspended sentence. The pair had taken her to the hospital, saying that she had injured herself while sawing branches. Authorities said they left the severed hand behind rather than bringing it to the hospital to ensure disability was permanent. But police, Oh, my God. Police recovered the hand, and they were able to reattach it. Besides, who's cutting branches with a circular saw? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Prosecutor said that uh, days before <clears throat> days before the incident, Aldisic's uh, partner reached or searched for information on the internet about how artificial hands work, and they claim that this was another uh, this is another proof that it was done deliberately. During the trial, the woman claimed innocence, saying that she would never have cut off her hand deliberately. Uh-huh. But they were found guilty. It was an eventful Monday morning for Bexar County Sheriff's deputies pursuing two suspects. They were involved in an attempted robbery, said Sheriff Javier Salazar. The incident caught the attention of deputies who tried to follow and arrest the suspects. But after ditching the getaway vehicle that was used, the perpetrator's crime spree continued when one of the men uh, tried to carjack a man. And uh, the man uh, said, that's my mama's truck, so I can't let him have my mama's truck. Uh, I seen him unwrapping a gun, and he had it wrapped up in a bunch of T-shirts, and so I pushed the door open a little more, and I took off running. I ran out, and in the middle of 78, but the suspect was determined. The suspect ran to the Evergreen Lube Stop and stole a car that was in the middle of getting its oil changed. Wow, the owner, that's persistent. Mohammed Kadar said that he was down in the oil pit, and it just begun to drain the oil from the oh Honda. God. 
when it started rolling backwards, the oil plug was still in the guy's hand. Oh, my God. He said, I was shocked. He said that uh, he, he went the back way, and I saw police come in, and the front way, and I stopped the police. I told him that he stole the car, and the police went back chasing him again. So was there an oil trail coming from underneath the car? Steve Salazar said it wasn't hard for the deputies to follow the oil-covered car, which was leaving behind a trail of oil. The, the car eventually came funny. to stop after a small collision with a patrol car, and the suspect took off on foot, leaving behind his gun. After a foot chase and scuffle with two deputies, the man was shocked with a taser and arrested. It's unclear when the second suspect was uh, apprehended, but they had no idea they were leaving behind that trail. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A 61-year-old man accused of swinging a five-foot tree branch at passing motorists and tapping on windows got locked up. The case of the alleged wood-wielding dude happened when a deputy went to the area regarding a guy in a Hawaiian shirt and khaki shorts who was looking impaired and stopped in traffic. It's like aggressive Jimmy Buffett. Investigators said a man swinging, <laughs> swinging a tree branch that was approximately five feet in length at passing vehicles as he was standing in the middle of the roadway. The man smelled of booze. He told investigators that he had imbibed a single four loco. A woman told deputies that the man had uh, had vehicles stopped and he was tapping on their windows with the branch. Hi! He was arrested on a disorderly intoxication charge. A top Brazilian expert on isolated Amazon tribes was killed by an arrow that struck him in the chest as he approached an indigenous site. This happens periodically. Yeah. Rayleigh Francisco had uh, died on Wednesday in a remote region in northwestern Brazil. He was in the area to monitor a tribe as part of his work for the government's indigenous agency called Funai. Uh, The indigenous group had no ability to distinguish between a friend or a foe from the outside world. Witness says said that uh, Mr. Franciscato and his party came under fire as they approached an indigenous group. Uh, he was accompanied by police and attempted to take shelter behind a vehicle, but he was struck in the chest by an arrow. A policeman who witnessed the incident said Mr. Franciscato had managed to remove the arrow, which had hit him above the heart. He cried out, pulled the arrow out of his chest, ran about 50 yards, and collapsed lifeless. You're, you're dealing with, uh, like, completely isolated tribes that have not seen anything from the outside world. I remember there was this one... Uh, the guy recounting a story of flying over one of these places, one of these villages in a helicopter, and they started firing arrows. Yeah. They thought it was some sort of creature from the yeah, air. Yeah. A photojournalist in the reason said that Mr. Franciscato, uh, I'm having a hard time saying that name, yeah, Franciscato. How about Lou Weissman? Uh, had Francisco, been, that's fun to say. Had been uh, trying to observe a tribe known as the Cartario River Isolated Group. Uh, Mr. Ucheda, who had also witnessed the incident, said the tribe was usually a peaceful group, but this time there were just five armed men. It was a war party that had shown up. So. If you want to see a fun little film, watch uh, Green Inferno. Yeah, yeah that's I've heard. A, that's a fun party film about yep. this subject matter. Yep. All right, and the one last story, an Altoona man is facing charges after throwing frozen pizzas at a store manager who told him to wear a mask. <laughs> Officers were called... Like, 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 like uh, discs? I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Officers, uh, and because, look, if yeah. you're going to throw something... Throw something like a, that's like really a, gonna like work. a Frisbee, yeah. Officers were called to the Giant Eagle for a disturbance, and police say 35-year-old Patrick Steiner assaulted a manager inside the store before fleeing the scene. <laughs> the manager was able to provide police with uh, registration of his vehicle and was later stopped. He's like the Captain America of pizza. They say further investigation. He's like bounces yeah. off three <laughs> different walls ding, and ding, it ding. hits the guy in the head. <laughs> 
They say further investigation revealed that the manager had approached Steiner as Steiner refused to wear a mask inside the store. Steiner then started throwing boxes of frozen pizzas at the manager before fleeing. <laughs> Authorities say Steiner's been charged with summary disorderly conduct and harassment <laughs> as well. Captain Pizza. Yep. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We're going to break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Stay close. Don't forget for Word of the Week prize this week. We have a $300 Visa gift card to give away. So it's pretty much just like when and some cash, which I'm sure anybody could use right about now. So stay with us for the remainder of the show. We'll be back in a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I saw a list that uh, popped up on Reddit. It's time for the list seer. The, the list seer. <laughs> All right, we won't I, do that one. I saw a list. Yeah, I like this list though. Sometimes you the, the Reddit list that I think are oh. just like useless, but this is this is a good subject matter. You know what I meant to do? What'd I'm you sorry. Do? Um, I have a couple. Are we of... changing complete direction. No, huh? they're shard outs. I'll save them for the next segment. Right, okay. uh, I was going to do that. First, but I messed up. All right. So anyhow, uh, a Reddit user had posed a question: What widely accepted fact do you know is wrong? Uh, I like things like this, where you 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 labor under a a mistruth. Yes, thousands of users uh, started debunking common quote unquote facts that are actually total BS. But, like, you truly believe it? Yes. Like, you were taught this growing up. You you either, not necessarily in school, some of them maybe in school, but just as, uh, just common knowledge. My nephew, who is uh, nephew-in-law, who has been, um, you know, is gainfully employed down in Washington, D.C., for the longest time, thought the Titanic sunk in the Pacific off of Alaska because that's where the ice is and the icebergs. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Not true. No. No. All right, so here's one that I believed forever, that if you touch a baby bird, the parents will abandon it or kill it. That's not true. It's not true. In reality, most birds don't do that. Doesn't mean that it won't happen, but most birds don't do that. If you help a baby bird back into its nest, as long as you try not to disturb the nest then everything should be all right. So where did that come from? And why does every like I I My guess is cats put it out there. No, but I Uh just heard a mother say that to a child. There there was a baby bird and she was like, Oh, but we can't touch it because and she started to explain it. So it's still Uh, out there. A few years ago, the a bird I came out in the driveway and there was a baby bird and it was sitting and it was, you know, clearly not able to fly. It had fallen and there was unbeknownst to me there was a nest up in the like in the gutter or, you know, in part of my house. And um, I didn't know what the hell to do because the bird's sitting there, its mouth is opening Aww. and closing. I'm like, oh, my, I felt horrible. You yeah. went and found some worms, chewed them up, spit them into his mouth. Ew. I did. I did what, <laughs> it, what, 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 what mom would do. No, I actually, I got a ladder. I called a friend of mine who does uh, wildlife animals, not not uh, domesticated animals. Yeah. but You hit but it with re- the ladder? No, but rescues wild animals like squirrels and yes, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I called him up. I'm like, dude. I'm not going to sit here and let this thing die no, in my driveway. No, and uh, and I, I go, but I can't 
touch it, right? And he's like, no, that's not true. Don't worry about it. Try and yeah. put the bird back in the nest. Either the mother will accept it or it won't. You at least can try and, what and happened? do that. Uh, I don't remember. I think I think the bird. I think I ended up finding it dead on the on the drive. You tried though. You yeah. tried. Yeah. So I had my my cat. Who's <clears throat> we have one cat that is supposed to go outside. Uh, the the vet actually said psychologically it benefits the cat. I do not like it, but it's what we do because it benefits this cat. Caught a bird and the bird was just stunned. But I I picked up the bird and we brought it to the Schuylkill Wildlife Center. So and then they they you know they they take care of it. But I, yes, I'd heard that, Preston, and they also confirmed that's not the case. If you touch if you touch the majority of time, you can put it up in the nest yeah. and it'll be fine. Now let me ask you something separate from this list. I'm going to go yes. back to this list. And, and if you see if you see like a dying animal, yes. a suffering animal that's on the way out, you shoot it. Can, yeah, can you can you can you bring yourself to kill it to take it out of its misery? I have never done that. I I have driven. I probably if I had to, and I knew the thing was in extreme misery, I would probably set it on fire and drive away. <laughs> Run over it, uh, so you didn't have to watch it. Yeah, I get it. That. Would be slower, yeah. but I know it eventually. No, no. Yeah. I, what I would do is like, like uh, I remember there was a raccoon that had been hit by a car, and I drove all over God's creation looking for an animal hospital. I finally found one, uh, and it, and it, it pissed and crapped all over my my car. Oh, and oh dear man. God. But you I, picked I was, it up and put it in your I, car? I knew, and it could have been rabbit and the whole thing, but I'm like, God, I'm go- hang in there, buddy. Steve, I just saw somebody doing, uh, not that, but something very similar on 347 on Friday. I was driving down to the beach, and there were two cars pulled over to the side yeah. of the road. I didn't know what was going on, and as I was driving slowly past them, one dude was on all fours. I, I don't know what he and was doing. the other do- guy was behind him. No, no, there was, a, there was a raccoon there. And I don't know if the raccoon had been hit by a car uh, or what the situation was. But I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Man? I know, like- I know. But in that moment, you're, you know, we're all of us, you know, and maybe you say, except Kathy with possums. But for the most part, you're like, you want to intercede and, bet- and try to help. You don't want to see anything suffer, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I've seen cops... There, you know, when we yeah, used to work in kill media, an injured animal. a deer is, sure. is has been hit by a car and is dying, and and take out the gun and, and kill oh, it. Oh, I yep. was right behind a police officer on twenty three, right here in Gladwin, yeah. and uh, he, there was there was a deer off to the side. He was the car in front of me. He stopped, so I stopped. I didn't know what he was doing. I, he apparently had been called out to it, and he yeah. got out, and I saw him looking. I'm like, oh, look at the poor deer is injured, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I see the guy. I was like, oh, oh my god, he, he just killed it. <laughs> You saw that? I saw like, watched it. Dude got it back in his police car and drove away. I was like, oh my, that's it? But that's, I mean, honestly, if you're going to put it out of its misery, it's like me, myself, yeah. and Irene with oh the cow. Oh my God, the cow. God, that scene is so damn funny. Oh my God. All right. Uh, let me see. What else do we have here? These are uh, widely accepted facts that you know that are, is not true. Yeah, inaccurate. Here's one. It says your head does not. Lose more heat than the rest of your body. I can verify this. Okay. As a bald man, I people always say, oh, don't you, you know, if, if my head is not covered in the winter, don't, you know, it, yeah. it, I notice no difference. You cover your ears. Yes. And that's about it. Yeah. I, I put uh, little doilies on them. No, no. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, it just, uh, it's not as dramatic as people say. Yeah. Huh. Uh, apparently it's about the same. Uh, yes, the, the amount of uh, heat. That Otherwise, I'd put bacon strips on my bald head. Now, I think the reason being is most of the time your your head is not as covered as you are yeah. in the winter time. Oh. Your your you know your torso and your legs are completely covered. Your head is somewhat exposed, even if you're wearing a hat. So. It's weird because I don't like when it's freezing out and I'm outside in the elements. I don't get uh, the shivers or the chills or whatever, but I get them in my house 
all the time, hmm. and well, I don't know why that happens. I, I, yeah, I know that I, that, that can be a, a weird thing. Where uh, it's, you think it's because you're sedentary in your house and moving around more I when you're outside? I think that's part of it. I find Nick that if my core is warm, appendage, I can wear shorts and I'll go hiking in yeah. the in the dead of winter. If I'm warm around my my you know my chest and my as I said my core. I'm fine. Yeah, you always want to. What is it? You always want to dress down when you start a hike in the winter because you'll warm up quickly. I and that, and people don't know that, and you'll you'll see them sweating their balls off. Yeah, they, they're going they, along. They overdress on winter yeah. hikes. I always so, wear like like a tuxedo, but the arms are cut off. <laughs> no, I mean that's stylish. I mean, like, yeah, warmth. So that's so a that's a fact that people believe. I Here, don't put a carnation in my lapel. Top that on. Here's another one. Uh, goldfish do not really have a memory span of five seconds. They actually remember things for months, recognize their owners, and are able to distinguish oh, them from other people. Come on, there was a whole movie about it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Dory. That's right, Dory. Yeah. Is Dory a goldfish? No. no, no. She but was she, a fish. Yeah. Forgetful fish. No memory. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's the word is that, uh, is that they have a memory span of five seconds, but apparently it's been proven otherwise. And they can recognize their owner? I guess so, yeah. If you're Hi, Kathy. Uh, right. Coming to feed them. Interesting. Are you still getting food from guppies? <laughs> now, this one I knew. Schizophrenia has nothing to do with split personality. I guess some people believe that that a schizophrenic is a split personality is not is not true, no. right? Yeah, yeah, they're completely different diagnoses. Uh, how about this one? The idea that chloroform quickly knocks you out. We in, talked about this. Yeah, in the real world, it takes several minutes to knock you out, and not, a hammer. Not the seconds you see in TV and movies, because sometimes it'll literally be three seconds and they're out cold. Yes, and it'll it, it's it's so. And we talked about this. It's 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 a much longer a span of time. Uh, is there something that is Fast acting, that fast acting that can be inhaled that will knock someone out, other than chloroform. I don't know. I'm not sure what ether, how quickly that yeah. that knocks you out. I mean, that's really not that much in existence. What about a two anymore. by four? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be pretty quick. I <laughs> I've think. seen people pass out pretty quickly on nitrous, uh, but they wake up. Yeah, you know, within. And 30 is, seconds is so. that usually from lack of oxygen? I think Probably. it's got to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lack of oxygen is what's doing you in there, right? So you're taking a big, you know, a concentrated dose of another gas into your lungs. No oxygen whatsoever. So I would think that that has right. a lot to do and with it. And so that scares me for my children with, like, helium balloons because... True. If you inhale too much of that, it can actually do some damage. And so... You know, and obviously kids want to talk with the high-pitched voice, and it's funny. And it's, it is funny. Um, <laughs> Has anybody ever, like, passed out from People have healing? died from it, Kat. Yeah? Yeah. They used to do, when they used to do, like, a Sea Lab. Do you remember Sea Lab years ago? And they'd uh-huh. have these underwater laboratories that they'd set, like, oh. on the bottom of the, you yeah. know, the, the ocean for a while. And they would use a mixture, the atmosphere, unless I'm wrong, Nick, and maybe if you could, could oh, check you on this. Don't eat uh, uh, you know, hot dogs. Hot dogs, right. I know that. Was, was, a, was a mix of... of Helium, I think, and nitrogen. Nitrogen, yeah, and, yeah. and so you, you know, hey, hey guys, <laughs> you were getting a little bit of that. Interesting. Yeah, they had to limit the amount of oxygen for for whatever for reasons. The, the bends, or yeah, I don't know. It, it has something yeah. to do with the pressure. Okay, I'm sure that's completely inaccurate, but accepted as fact. These are things that are accepted as fact that actually aren't true. Here is another one. Uh, this says, "I always see the pro tips." That say you should know your blood type in case of an emergency so the hospital can get you the right type. This is 100% incorrect. We never take the blood type a person says they are. A patient remembering correctly equals a dead patient. 
and the hospital gets sued. We always perform a blood test first. I always forget my blood time. The only no exception idea, is in a true emergency, and then we only give O negative blood, which is the universal. Yeah, right. Uh, so you don't need to know it. Well, how long? I mean, I don't know how long it takes, or I don't think you guys would know how long a quick little blood test takes. It's very we, quick. Yeah, we did one at home. Uh, it was part of. Um, uh, lobster week. I think it was biology, not lobster <laughs> week uh, class, and uh, we got the descriptions as to what the types mean, what what you know, A, B, and O mean, and what positive and negative mean. I've forgotten it all since then. I'm either wildly uh, but, unique or incredibly common. <laughs> but there's a way, Casey, that that you put the drops of blood on, and the way that it looks when it dries. Oh, oh, is uh, that it? It tells oh, you right. what type it is. Yeah, I forgot how to do it, but we did do it one time, which was interesting. Uh, how about this? Uh, the claim that we use 10% of our brains is not true. That's not true. Yeah. How much do we use? A lot. Yeah. A lot more than 10%. Uh, that, that movie, um, Lucy. Lucy, yes. Yeah. I love it that. turns out it's a crock of crap. Yeah, that was interesting. All right, how about this one? Now, this I was not aware of. It says there's a misconception that you have to wait 24 hours to report someone missing in the U.S. That's not true. An adult. It's not? No. Right. There's no law about waiting. You don't You don't have to. You push to make the police cooperate and list the person missing immediately when you suspect something isn't right. Now, if you want to end up as an immediate suspect, report them missing before they're missing. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, but it says don't lose precious time. It's extremely important. Uh, if the person truly is missing. So then it must be, what, the police department to determine if they're going to investigate it or say, hey, they, maybe we, we just... They will this. investigate. If you report... It's my understanding that if you report it, they will investigate. Now, they're, they're going to say, you know, if they're prioritizing things and someone has been missing for 10 minutes, uh, you know, they're going to put someone who's, who's a little bit more... Um, I, you know, I don't know how they work it out, but 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 yeah, uh, I'm curious. Maybe maybe before they make a public statement or something yeah. like that, they wait 24 because, hours like, and I, put out a uh, before they make a movie about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because you figure they have to investigate if it's a runaway or you know it's yeah. just somebody who he was missing for four and a half minutes. <laughs> um, if they are if they're if they're a minor, then uh, then yes, I think right, immediately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you're a uh, if you're an adult, uh, yeah, I don't know what the story like is. Any kind of Kathy Romano, I'm on this case. <laughs> I was in the bathroom. Yeah. You guys know anybody who's ever had to report someone missing? I I do not. Yeah, I mean, when I was in the Run on the Way Club, my two friends actually ran away, and um, so that was like a how long? A how long were they gone? I, I mean, it was. They knocked up at my door during Dallas on Friday night. And so what's that, 9 o'clock? And we're talking about second graders, so they That's had been That's when the police for... would always make their in- inquiries during Dallas. Well, no, but I'm figuring, you know, yeah. as a second grader, because a girl was supposed to make uh, her first communion the next yeah. day. So, I mean, she was eight, 8 years old, and it was 9 o'clock at night, so she had been missing for a few hours at this point. And when they would locate someone, they would inform the families during Fantasy Island. Yes, all right, here is a uh, here's a source that says you don't have to contact, you don't have to wait to contact authorities. If you suspect your loved one or friend has gone missing, contact the police immediately. Movies yes. and TV shows have spread the myth that you must wait 24 to 48 hours to report missing people. But that's not the case for nearly every U.S. police office in the real world. Call local law enforcement first using their non-emergency line so you can file a report. Uh, you can also get into the police station to file uh, but if you suspect foul play, you should call 911. And if the missing person is a child, call 911, then the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children as well. 
says not sure what qualifies as a missing person. Most police precincts define a missing person as anyone who is missing voluntarily or involuntarily. That includes runaway kids, kids abducted by their own parent, elderly in need of assistance, someone who may be in need of medical attention, uh, someone who is mentally or physically impaired, uh, those you suspect may be the victim of a crime, and anyone who has uh, no pattern of running away yeah. or disappearing. Like and, the running away club. And has been away and out of contact. So, so uh, that 48 hours mm-hmm. is the critical time. The show is called 48 hours. Yeah. So the, that's the, the time frame in which they say most cases that they solve, they're able to, you know, that are, if they're going to solve it, they'll solve it within 48 it's called hours. called their first 48 or? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Or, is that um, all factual or is that a complete myth too? I mean, just you know, maybe the, that's BS. It could, it could just be the name of the TV show. Maybe there is, maybe there's no such thing as perfect strangers. <laughs> uh, I've always heard, yes, that it is the most critical in yeah. getting uh, evidence Right, and while it's still fresh, obviously, and and maybe leading to success, so I don't know. Um, all right, here's another misconceived, uh, quote unquote, fact: the line from um, Empire Strikes Back is not "Luke, I am your father." It is not I'm your sister, Luke. I am your father. No, it's no, I am your father. La la la, Luke. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I've interrupted. Happy time. Yeah. <laughs> so Tommy Boy messed it up for all of us. Uh, yeah, it's not Luke, I am your father, but he actually says, no, no. I am your father. There's another common what? Uh, line that gets um, misquoted all the time, which is uh, play it again, Sam, from Casablanca. She doesn't say that. She says, play it, Sam, play it one more time or something like that. Okay. But I think there was a movie, maybe a Woody Allen movie called Play It Again, Sam. Yes. Or, yeah. uh, in fact, he is a, a, a mass. He lives in the world. Humphrey Bogart appears to him. He's a, a, a schlub, okay. and Humphrey Bogart tries to, tries to guide him through his romantic but life. But the actual line from Casablanca, people get wrong all play, the time. Play it like you used to play it, Sam. All right, here are more facts that are not really facts. This says uh, the idea that people are left-brained and right-brained people who are either more artistic or more numbers-based crap is inaccurate, yes. <laughs> And I forgot what is what. What's uh, right-brained is more... If you're more right-brained. Creative and left-brained is more analytical or What's that like predicated that? on? Do we know? What, with the, the, at least the presumption that... Uh... Well, we should not know it anymore because it's it's not true. So we should yeah. abandon that thought entirely. Well, no, I... Block no, it from your mind. Yeah. No, I think, that, I think that there is some truth oh. to that one side of the brain is leans more towards... Those two attributes, but I, but it's saying that there aren't left-brained and right-brained, right-brained people. people. Okay. Gotcha. But one's... I don't know. I could be way off on that. Which part of your brain does the hair grow the most uh, on your head? I don't know. <laughs> we are the smartest. The hair is the thickest. Probably on the sides in the back. I think so. Because <laughs> it stays there, right? Yeah. yeah. Like when people men. go bald, yeah. that's usually the one that... That's, how, that's why they're able to do all yeah. their bodily functions. Yeah, and they're so smart that they yeah. leave it that way. Everything else fell off. Here we go. Here's a breakdown. Uh, All right. Left side of the brain. Logical, focused on facts, realism. Loves hang gliding. uh, Predominance. (laughs) uh, Planned and orderly, math and science-minded, and prefers nonfiction. All right. Prefers nonfiction. No, then this is saying left and right brain people. See, I think this is based in myth. I think this whole sort of predicates uh, and, and is the... Thing that needs to be disproved. I think you're right, Nick, because on the right side it says loves to fly dragons. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, makes friends with orcs. Uh, enjoyed creative... St- uh, wait, it says here, uh, emotional, focused on art and creativity. 
Imagination predominance. Uh, Talking trees. Occasionally absent-minded. Uh, prefers fiction and enjoys creative storytelling. And likes whipped cream. That, too. Well, who doesn't? I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, last night I had for the first time, we had uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Whipped Cream. Are and, you kidding uh, me? At home, yeah. And? It was good. Okay. It wasn't like blow me away great, yeah. but it was good. I think we tested it. Marissa, didn't Did you we? and I test Yeah, we tested it. What, like the, you think? at the laboratory? I don't remember. I think that it was like not the best. We didn't, it wasn't great. Oh, yeah, it wow. Was... It's, it, it, it sounds great, but it's less. It's not impressive. Casey huh? just pantomimed <laughs> putting some on his nipples here mm-hmm. in the studio. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, this one. <laughs> it's like Varsity Blues. Did you put it on anything, Kath? Marissa, what did we Lady do? Parts? I don't remember. I just remember she was involved. <laughs> you put it on your lady parts, and I'll put it on mine. Yeah, I think that's what we did. Mm, yeah, let's have a pillow fight. I got really aggravated right now because we did look off of each other's nipples, Kathy. <laughs> wow. No, uh, we just... She's mad I don't remember. No, no, I'm mad that I just did that feedback. I'm so sorry. No, we just ate it off a spoon. We had it here in the studio for like a promotion. Oh, okay. And uh, we just tried it off a spoon, but neither one of us really liked it. Let's eat it off spoons. Okay. <laughs> At work. <laughs> At work uh, in front of Bill Weston. Here are some more facts that aren't really facts. Oh, he pleasures himself with cheese. What? Who, oh, Bill? It's my fantasy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to step on your face. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Uh, the medieval slash ancient people only lived to be 32 years old, and at that age, they were considered ancient. That estimate is an average, which means it accounts... For high infant slash child mortality, so people lived all. They weren't. They weren't like I gotta tell you something. I'm 31 years old. Yeah, lots of ancient people lived yeah. to their 80s and yeah. older. If you made it to 30, chances were, uh, chances were good that you would make it to 30 plus years. Right. Or so okay, so the the standard life expect now now all those things obviously medical care and all that stuff figured into it. But that was an, correct. Uh, that was an average. Correct. Yes. I'm uh, only 24 years old. Here's another quote-unquote fact that cracking your knuckles too often will cause arthritis. Oh, I've good. heard that forever. Yeah. So I'm... what does it cause? Now, I've also heard that the cracking of the knuckles, which I'll do real quick, is oh. um, is actually a like a gas bubble of some type. Synovial really? yeah. fluid. What is it? Synovial fluid. And what the I hell don't know. is that? Synovia. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a line in Cheers because Woody believes that oh, it's a tiny sonic booms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Frazier corrects him and tells him it's actually synovial. I, I'm basing this on uh, my knowledge on, on Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so let's, let's take that with a grain of salt. Right, what about cracking your back? What about it? I mean, is it the, the same thing? Vacuum I mean, fluid. What, no, but it, does it cause problems in the long run like look when a chiropractor will uh, crack your back so to speak mm-hmm. uh, yeah, i don't think so i know i think the adjustments actually benefit you yeah okay. they're supposed to uh by the way speaking of, of of sonic boom i never believed until i did indeed uh see that it was a fact that when cracking a whip that that pop i always thought it was just the the leather smacking against itself but that is indeed a a sonic boom sonic boom <laughs> really yeah. mm-hmm. sonic boom <laughs> That's what uh, I have uh, read, and you can look that up, too. Tiger uppercut. Tiger uppercut. Sonic <laughs> boom. Tiger uppercut. Tiger, t- 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 tiger uppercut. Yoga think, fire. I think Yoga the sonic fire. boom was, uh, that was guile. guile. Yeah. <laughs> tiger uppercut. Sonic boom. Tiger uppercut was. <laughs> no, that was in the very first one. That was in Street Fighter 2. Tiger uppercut did not exist in Street Fighter 2. It did? I can't believe I sucked. Are you sure? <laughs> um. 
positive. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hang on. We have a scientist who wants to explain the left or right brain. So I'm going to go to him. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. No, you're good. What uh, What type of a scientist are you, sir? So I'm a neuroscientist. I actually study the brain and spinal cord. I'm a Christian scientist. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, neuroscientist. Okay. All right. Are there now? It says that it's a myth that there are left and right, left-brained and right-brained people. Right. That is a myth. So historically, we used to say that one side of the brain was dominant. Uh, that's not true. Instead, what we now say is that one side of the brain is lateralized. So it takes uh, uh, certain functions tend to one side or the other. Uh, for instance, language. And most people, language is in the uh, left hemisphere. But there's still parts of it that are processed in the right. Uh, and so damage either side can affect things. You use your whole brain for everything. It's more that one side kind of takes a leading role in certain tasks. All okay. right. All right. All right. So they're, 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 the, the full brain is working on it. There just may be different things. It, it, it vacillates between which parts of the brain are called into action for different tasks. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, working with, with a team of people. And one person might be kind of leading it, but everybody's contributing right. uh, to the task. All right. All right. So what does um, what makes people right-handed and left-handed? So we're not actually sure exactly what that is. It's a benefit. So each hemisphere controls the opposite side of your body in terms of uh, motor control. So the left hemisphere controls the right side of your body. Um, in terms of handedness, we actually see it in a lot of different organisms. So cats... Uh, gorillas, shown-handedness. You went right from cat to gorilla. Yeah. (laughs) It's the ones that I remember. Um, They do do show a a level of handedness, and uh, it's probably just a matter of having uh, one side, again, that's focused on a specific task. I think you're right, because we foster both cats and gorillas, and uh, we've noticed that. No, but but what what about, for example, when people are doing surgery on people, and they'll, they'll... They'll actually keep them awake and tap into different type parts of the brain. Uh, oh, yeah. So they're, they're, they so, definitely know which sections they're going to and what they control, correct? It's pretty well mapped. So the, the reason we don't um, anesthetize people for that or, or fully um, um, make them unconscious is because the brain doesn't have any pain receptors. So you can't feel pain. Uh, really? They're stimulating. Yeah, no pain receptors in the brain. I didn't know So that. your brain is like Dalton. Pain don't hurt. Pain don't uh, yeah. hurt. Brain don't hurt. Nothing hurts. <laughs> Um, the reason why we keep them uh, awake is because the nurse surgeon wants to know what they're touching. Yeah. So if they poke an area, they could say, you feel that. And you might say, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it feels like you're touching my leg. Um, and so this way they can kind of navigate around and find where they are. Wow. Wow. Huh. So with that, does that mean that... Um even though it's well mapped out, there's still some some subtleties as to exactly which part of the brain you are uh, that 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 person reacts to is where you are in that at that point in time. For sure. So you know, it's not perfect, and the the exact tapping of the brain from person to person is always going to be a little flexible. Um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard stories, but there are people who are born without one of their hemispheres, and they manage to live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lives. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll see very... somebody who's been in an accident, and they look like they like a football that's half deflated on their head. Oh, they're it's, missing. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And so, if you're young, you can usually adapt past that. Uh, pretty well. The brain is very, we call it plastic. It's, it's very adaptable. Um, and so exactly how it lines up from person to person uh, does change 
a little bit. Which part of the brain uh, uh, oversees the phone you purchase? Right. I was just thinking oh, Bill's, yeah. the right side of Bill's brain is twitching right now because yeah, yeah. of the bad phone connection. Um, well, that's all super-duper interesting. That stuff. is cool. Alex, thanks for weighing in. We appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. All right. You too. Yes, science. Wow, neurologist listens to us. How about that? Um, Why? Interesting. All right, so that explains that. All right, here are a few more facts that just aren't true. Uh, if you... Uh, swallow that you actually swallow eight spiders a year in your right, sleep. Right. How many do you? Swallow? I don't know where that came from. There's actually a commercial that plays on that where guys asleep and they show it. They CGI a spider crawling into his mouth, and it's for one of these hypersonic, uh, th- these bug repellents that you plug into the wall outlets, Preston, that re- that keep them from you know coming into your room. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it plays off that notion that you swallow eight spiders a year. Here's another one uh, that uh, the Great Wall of China can be seen from space. It cannot. I guess not. And I, I thought I, I've seen pictures of it from. I had heard that it was the only man-made object that you could see from space. Well, I think it's the only. It's. I think that's the falsity that there are plenty of man-made objects that you can see from. space. I think that might be it. Yeah, yeah. Nick. I don't think you can see it from the moon. I think it's way too. Because they can small. see like a pack of cigarettes from space. They have. You well, know, yeah, satellite, I mean, yeah. But like if you're in the, the uh, International eye. Space Station, you can look down and see plenty of man-made objects. Yeah. Um, but if you're on the moon, you can see Ruben Stutter. You can't see um, the Great Wall of China <laughs> from the moon. Uh, all right, here's another one. The daddy long legs are the most venomous spider in the world. They just can't bite you. Yeah, we just spelled what? that one because Never the legs are so long they can't they can't they can't basically bend over and bite you. I remember hearing that as a kid. Yeah, oh this. yeah, you heard it all the way back to, oh, to yeah, your childhood. But the uh, the fangs were too small. Yeah, lo- that's what I'd heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, oh, is that the deal? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's another it's one. It's like the T Rex can't do YMCA. Right. <laughs> well, we know that they can't do that. <laughs> Uh, here, well, then again, maybe not. Can they? I no, don't they know. Can't. I don't know. I don't want to be presumptuous. All right. Here's uh, another fact that just isn't true, that you have to put something in the mouth of a seizing person so that they don't swallow their own tongue. It right, says, right. do not do this ever. <laughs> really? They could swallow what you put in their mouth. I would put oh. like a like a vase. Uh, you can, if you can wedge it in there, <laughs> go for it. Remember our a calendar? test tube. Calendar girl Samantha could swallow her own tongue. Oh my god, that was wild. It was bizarre. Yeah, swallow her tongue. She'd open her mouth and and it was gone. You think that was hot? Uh, no. The no. fact that she could you. do it, the actual swallowing of the tongue, no. But the fact that she had zero gag reflex, maybe she was just sure. hot, and that I'm added sorry, to I don't it. Think so. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Get you kicked right out of Floral and Hardy. <laughs> oh, I went there this weekend for swallowing your own tongue. Ooh. All right, uh, here's another one that uh, the human body has only five senses. It says, in reality, there are way more. I saw a movie that says there's a sixth sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, yes, you know what? And, Nick, can you look up, uh, you know, more than five senses? Because I'm curious as to what they qualify them well, as. Cause I balance have is in there. I've right? heard them before. Sense of balance. Yeah. Sense of humor. Yeah. Yes. Sense of peace. Sense um, of time. Uh, hang on a second here. We have more than five senses. Hmm. Since uh, I too long of an article, yeah. Give me a just, meme. I need the. Uh, <laughs> I need the bullet points, please. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find them in a minute. Oh uh, yeah, hunger. That's an obvious one. Okay. That, so in the in the classic so. senses, somebody uh, on. sense of space. It says here. Uh, Common sense. Spidey. Spidey, spidey sense. sense. No, 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 that's no. just BS. You'd have to be bitten by a radioactive spider. All right, here's another one. Uh, this is interesting. The fact that if you have a cold, you should get lots of vitamin C. This is completely down to one scientist named Linus Pauling, 
who had a theory that massive doses of vitamin C would cure colds. That's exactly correct. <laughs> uh, subsequent studies have shown he was wrong, and any benefits are minimal at best. They're saying right now with the coronavirus that uh, if you have a nice, if you take vitamin C, and vi- more importantly, vitamin D, uh, that that can help build up your system. I think, okay. the, I think the CDC just released that. Okay. Image. Well, anyhow, the vitamin C thing. Uh, for a cold is apparently a bunch of uh, hooey. Hooey! So, hooey! when you take like an airborne or emergency, yeah. it's not just vitamin C that you're taking. You're it's taking other stuff. Wild zinc, echinacea. I, so I does take it that. Help? For me, it does. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, that according to this, it wouldn't, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, it's not just vitamin C, it's magic, too. It could be that magic. stuff <laughs> never seems to help me. I know. No, I don't uh, think yeah, it does yeah. The emergency and, and airborne and that stuff it just it doesn't do anything. I still do it. I don't want to jinx anything, but I haven't had a cold in a long oh, time. You just did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I. Uh, um, you know what I, I attribute that to? Yeah. The Neomed. You know what? I, I do it four to five yeah. times a day. I don't want to jinx anything, but I have never won the Powerball. Uh, <clears throat> don't. All right. Say Try Neomed. Good call. Thank yes. you, buddy. Good call. All right. Here's uh, just a couple more left. Then we got to take a break. Uh, the myth. That glass is actually an extremely viscous, slow-flowing liquid, and that's why old windows are thicker on the bottom. It is not. It is very clearly a solid. It is a disordered, non-crystalline solid, but still a solid. Old windows are thicker on the bottom because they were designed that way. I don't even know what you're talking about. You've never heard that theory before? So when we moved into our our home... Mm. Uh, which I've said before is 1880 farmhouse and had very old windows in it. Yes, the the base part of the window was thicker, thicker uh, and I, I assume that's to keep the integrity of the window. I think so too, right? Uh, and Kathy, so the old uh, the the rumor that I had heard was in old old churches that had the stained glass windows uh-huh. that the base of the glass was much thicker because oh. it had slowly over time. It's all about the base. Had kind of run down that way, had had uh, slowly gotten thicker because of the weight, and and that it's a moving liquid, but it's simply not. Yeah, true. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I I mean, I've watched people blow glass before, yeah. and um, and, but I've never George, seen. George I know, um, but I've never seen actual like glass windows or anything like that being made. I would love to see. It's a fascinating that process. process, even just the art of blowing glass and, yeah. and seeing people who are masters at it. It's it's hypnotic. And how do they make glass bulletproof? Like. They they put lead in it. Oh, no, I don't know. I, uh, there there is um, there's a process that um, I actually saw a company that did that, and the president, the president of the company, yeah, to show how how good the product was, sat in a chair on the other side of the glass and had them fire a machine gun at it. Yeah, you don't wow. have to do that. Yeah. You can yeah. actually just put like a dummy on the other yeah, side that'll of the work. Glass. Yes, but, um, I mean glass. that was a good ad. But speaking of, of viscous liquids, there was a uh, <laughs> where do, I think I have, I have a list of like bizarre you know, Wikipedia articles. I'll tell you what is that it, when people look at glaciers, glaciers are essentially slow moving f- rivers, frozen rivers that are moving, you know, incredibly slowly. But they are they are in motion. Yeah. Anyhow, what, what I was saying is there is a um, there is a I forgot what type of liquid this is. It's supposed to be the most viscous liquid on Earth. And that they monitor, and it, and it sits in this room or this display case or something like that, and it takes like years for it to drop, like a, yes. like a, a, a droplet. And it's over time oh. they measure it and they keep track of it, but slowly, and it looks like tar. Yeah, this is it right here. <gasps> One of the most viscous liquids. Called- Nose pitch. Uh, I guess so. 
Yeah, pitch, and uh, also known as bitumen. Hey! <laughs> oh, pituation, hey! yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it takes years and years and years for this thing to eventually drop. And I don't know how many years, but uh, they began observing this one in 1927. That's crazy, so, isn't yeah, it? Kind of it almost reminds me of what, uh, uh, in Venom, that black um, yeah. matter. All right, uh, just a couple more things. Uh, in fact, two more, and then we're done. Uh, these are facts that simply aren't true. And uh, this one, that if you swallow gum, it stays in your stomach for seven years. No, it sticks to your heart. Everybody knows that. Uh, your body processes it, and you poop it out, just like everything else. Okay. Which uh, is you would my, worry, though, as a kid, though, wouldn't you? Uh, my wife used to get so angry at her kids when they would swallow <laughs> gum. And I'm like, what? Matter. Why are you getting mad? Yeah, You're getting mad because your mom told you not to do that. And you yeah. know why your mom told you not to do that? So you don't do that. Do, do, do. <laughs> Not to do that is be, so you won't chew through a whole pack of gum right. yeah. in two minutes. Because right. it tastes so good, it loses its flavor, you swallow, then you get another one. Then you keep going and going and going. <laughs> and the fact that you're eating gum, you're eating, you know, it doesn't seem like it would be a food of type. But it's 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 okay. It's not going to hurt you. So, it's just, it's okay. Do you guys swallow gum? No. I do. Okay, yeah. Occasionally, yeah. if I have no place to put it, most of the time I'll spit it out, though. Yeah. So, like, I yeah. guess you're just, I mean, I'm just trained that way. I mean, I, I mean, don't I, chew gum I also, that often. Yes. But, I mean, you remember Razzles? Yeah. yeah. Razzles, yeah. you could eat candy it that turned into a gum. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, fruit yeah. stripes. And it's funny, because when you tell somebody, like me, that yeah. I swallow my gum, they're like, ew. And I'm like... Explain to me what's gross about that. <laughs> yeah, mm, have you know. ever have you ever eaten a razzle? Honestly, yeah, what, that's gum. What's gross about that? Nothing. Yeah. it's edible. You know, it's gross. Your mother. It's it's <laughs> just it loses its flavor over time, and essentially you're swallowing something that's flavorless. Right. And so, God, you remember wax lips? Wax. Yeah. Oh my God. You used to oh chew those yeah. things up. I mean, well, they were that was gross. I know they had <laughs> no flavor, none at all. But I'm chewing up and eat yeah. them. Swallow them. They did put flavor in some of the wax stuff. Do you remember that? None like, of the like, ones no, I ever had. Yeah, the I tasted definitely had flavor. Oh, man, not me. They just like no flavor at all. Hey, I, chewing wax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it was. Chewing wax. Mm, bubble cardboard. <laughs> all right, and the last thing on this list, facts that just simply aren't facts. Uh, different parts of your tongue taste different things such as sour, sweet, and bitter. So that's not true. According to this, yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, you'd get that chart in elementary school. Yeah, that would, you would, yeah. yeah. Show you where everything was, and I believed it to this day. I did, but then I remember kind of testing it out on my own. own you know, yeah. eat a piece of candy. I'm like, I can taste this everywhere in my mouth. It's not just the tip is sweet. <laughs> everything, you know. It's so. just the tip. The, the tip, whole thing. The tip is pretty sweet. sweet but yeah, it's pretty sweet. you got to work your way up and <laughs> yeah. down. What's that? Yeah, spit strings. <laughs> right. I walked into that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, um, is it a myth that if you touch butterfly wings, they can never fly again because the oil's on your finger way too much? I oh, don't know. That's good, I remember that's that one, mm. I would. Think, I know if you hit them with a hammer, they can't. Yes. I would think that is probably Step a myth, on. but I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, there, might, there might be something to that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if you touch a butterfly's wings, can it still fly? This is from Thought Company. Uh, They're good. That says they aren't as fra- the wings aren't as fragile as they look. Uh, the longest okay, no, is this from a Russian pool company? Uh, no, okay. uh, butterflies shed scales throughout their lives. This goes through the whole history of butterflies. Somebody was lonely. <laughs> I don't have time for this. At the end, it says Santa's got to go. Yeah, you can do it. Where does it say it, Nick? Uh, down here, you can hold them together, but uh, and at the top of the article, it said it can damage them, but it, it's not uh, necessary, Casey, that it'll do it. Does right. it say if you can put a butterfly in a half, Nelson? <laughs> what was this little effect? It's you a just little played? pixie dust sound effect. 
<laughs> I'm a butterfly. I love you. Touch my wings and I shall lift you up high. I'm part of the never-ending story. Okay. They're stronger than you think. I'm okay. stronger than you think. I'll kick your ass. Mm-hmm. How many push-ups can they do? Ten. It's mm, not bad. Goes about I like flight. it, that sound. I do, too. All right, anyhow, I thought this was an interesting uh, Reddit. It was. Thread, so are there more on the list? No, that's it. Oh. That's all that I have. These are the things that you thought were a fact but really aren't. Oh, and by the way. Yes? Tiger, up, upper, Tiger Uppercut is in Street Fighter 2. Is it? Mm. Saget. Saget did it. Yeah. Yep. I don't remember hearing him ever say Tiger Uppercut, though. Sonic. Uh, boom. Nick, you'd have to turn the audio on. And... Tiger up, Tiger up, Tiger Uppercut. Yes. Yoga. Fire. He it, might actually uh, do a tiger uppercut. I just don't remember him actually saying tiger yoga uppercut. flame. Apparently, he does. Right. You can. We're gonna have to find out. In a We're minute. gonna have to find that. Out. Penis so small. Oh, and he said penis so small. <laughs> That's the one. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back in just a moment. Stay with us, my friend. Ninety-three-three WMMR presents Jackson's local shots artist of the month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, I would like to do a couple of shout outs if you guys don't mind. Uh, sorry, hey, let me see what I got uh-huh. here. It says, uh, hey guys, I know this is, uh, oh, the, actually, Marissa sent this to me. This isn't a shout out. It says, a cute note from one of the mothers who participated in our Camp Out for Hunger gender reveal. Oh, cool. Uh, it says, I know it's super late, but I wanted to share that I have my baby on May 15th. Her name is Lily Rose Chan. She's the sweetest uh-huh. baby. And I really appreciate you guys doing the gender reveal last November. It was perfect, and I attached some pictures. Thank you. So that's from Brittany Chan. It was the largest gender reveal ever in the world. by our assumption and not really checking to see if it is. Exactly. So we'll just go with that. Uh, here's an, uh, the shout out. It says, uh, hey, my brother and I turned 40 on Monday, the 14th of September. That's today. Uh-huh. And I would like to give him an extra juicy shout out. Uh, my name is Christopher Mini. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my twin Lewis mini, mm-hmm. uh, and I would, or for my uh, twin Lewis, and I would appreciate it. Thank you. So a shout out for the twins. <laughs> Big forty today. Happy birthday to you. Uh, this one I'm a little late with. It says, uh, hey, I was hoping you give a big old juicy shout out to my awesome husband Johnny Golds. He will be turning forty on September eighth. Uh, we've attended multiple events of yours, including the Cardboard Classic, Camp Out for Hunger, your Blood Drive. And one day, we'll make it out of the Christmas miracle. We always play along, and he always kicks my butt. Anytime he mentions, anytime he mentions the news, I know that he got it from your show. <laughs> oh, my God. I've stopped asking, where'd you hear that from? Preston and Steve, he's a podcaster due to his work. So he listens to you guys anytime he can. The best is when we're on long trips, as you all keep us very entertained. And that is from Colleen Flo Goldsboro. Uh, so she wanted us to throw that chart out there. And let me see. I think I have time for... I mean, do I have two more? Yeah, two more real quick, if you don't mind. I've been falling behind in the show. No, listen, it happens, especially uh, around the holidays. Hey, my name is Jake. I was wondering <laughs> if you get a, uh, if I could get a quick shout-out for my amazing wife, Rachel. 
Uh, she's a hardworking mother of two beautiful girls, and she's our rock. She rarely stops to take time for herself, and I wanted her to know that she's an awesome wife, mother, and friend. I love her so much. And what says I love you more than a juicy shirt? That is from Jake Satcher or Saker. Here you go. And then one last one. Uh, when did this one come in? September 7th. All right. So it says here, uh, about nine years ago, I met my boyfriend and went, and he introduced me to you guys and have listened to you nearly every day since. In March, right before the lockdown, my boyfriend had a heart attack. Oh. And we nearly lost him. Ah. While he was in the hospital, and all I could do was think about him and uh, praying that he would come out okay. I listened to the show and was finally able to laugh, and I would feel guilty for laughing, but know that he would approve. Six months ago, I didn't think I would have been able to request this, but luckily I can. So I'm requesting a birthday shout-out from my boyfriend, James Wright. His birthday is September 12th. Uh, we both podcast the show and discuss later, so any time uh, or day would work. Uh, thank you for making both of our days a little bit better and definitely a lot more fun. Much love, and that is from Lori Matlow. So here you go. That's wild. And uh, congratulations on uh, recovering. And yes. So. Absolutely. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah? I yeah. saw this story. I thought this was interesting. All right. We live in a world where there is such a thing as a luxury face shield. It is made by Louis Vuitton. Oh, my God. I've seen these things. Louis well, was, Vuitton has come out with a face shield. I was going to send you this this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it, laughed out loud when I heard it. Like, I mean, you knew it was coming. Yes. I mean, it. it the, listen, it's, the COVID has lingered long enough now to where you can get It's an industry. Luxury, exactly. It's, it's an, an industry, industry now, and yeah. there's money to be had, and yep. there's creativity. I've actually seen a cool face shield that I think I want. Okay. <laughs> is it tactical? It is not. No, but it, what it does is it you wear it like glasses, and it kind of con- it, it eliminates the, the need for the, a, a, a mask across your face. Face. Yeah, it's more of a shield. It's more of a shield, mm-hmm. but it contours to your face, yeah, and you can see. It's not like this, but it's a, up in the, there's a picture up in the studio here that's a little bit more like uh, open. It contours a little bit, so it, it and it it dims. So if you go out in the sun, it'll like give you a little. Well, oh. the Louis Vuitton one does. Yeah. yeah. All, right. Uh, All right. So let's let's see. Maybe I maybe you need to upgrade. Uh, the one that Andy Reid was wearing during Thursday night football on Thursday night, obviously, uh, kept fogging up. So they need to have, like, uh, anti-fog ones. One with big holes in it. Yeah. Well, the, well, like your glasses, they just need to be cleaned. Yeah. And it won't fog up. You can actually use, there's a solution that you can use. And I, I bought, actually, two pairs of sunglasses that have, um, uh, they're treated to stop from right. the uh, the fogging from occurring. But you can also spray a lotion on, or not a lotion, but no. a spray. Essentially, essentially, it's soap. It's, yeah, the, same, it it's the same thing for masks. Yeah. So when you when you scuba dive and you wear a mask, uh, they put defogger in there, or you can use baby shampoo. And the reason you use baby shampoo is because it doesn't burn your ah. eyes. Oh. So, uh, so that's what we have at home for our goggles and such. Uh, is you just put a little bit in there, and they won't fog up. And Do your goggles have little compartments for bagels? Same thing for your glasses. <laughs> right. when, when wearing a mask, that fog is caused because. Uh, it, the surface is not clean enough, and that uh, that moisture attaches to it. Okay. Um, question about that and defogging and windshields. Is there something that you can place on your windshields? Did you just say that? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. I have the same problem as you, and it drives yeah. me nuts. 
Uh, when, I, it, when it fogs on the yeah, inside. Yeah. I, we're, we're living in 2020. It, can't there be a solution to <laughs> Do you that? run, when you run, when you put the defogger on, it does two things, you know, you know, the, the process. Yeah. It's just, it does it work quickly? I, Casey and I have had back-to-back cars where it's just, it continues to happen for no apparent reason. And maybe, maybe Case, it, that it's that it's dirty on the Are inside. Are you sure that you have your, your system set to where air circulates? It yeah. does not just, you you do I, I mean, it doesn't circulate. I'm it, doing the thing that you're supposed to do. All right, um... Rain-X makes a product okay. that is an anti-fog uh, solution. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's for the outside or the inside. I've never looked See, at using it before. I have the outside stuff that when it rains, it just beads right oh, off. I you, love you, that yeah, stuff. You essentially, it's amazing. Yeah, you don't Rain-X. even need your, uh, I almost said hand sanitizer. You don't even windshield need your hand wipers. sanitizer. You don't need your, your windshield wipers. Even in a torrential downpour. Yes, I mm-hmm. tried to remember to do that. You, now, you need to do it only in the warm months. You can't do it when it's cold. Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, I try to remember at the start of spring to put Rain-X on my uh I could do it now, though, windshield. right? It's not cold Yeah, you'd be yet. all right for now, because yeah. it only lasts a couple of months anyway. Uh, but anyhow, the Louis Vuitton Shield yeah. is will be available for purchase in October, and it will reportedly, they haven't officially announced the price, but it's going to be over $950. So, and if I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but the only thing that really indicates that it's Louis Vuitton is a very thin strap. Right, right. That's the, it. The, yeah. Well, the strap across the top. Yeah. The, that goes the around only... the perimeter of it, and then I think I'm sure something that goes behind the head will will have that. But really, if you're looking at it from the front, it's, it's so small to even see. No, Kathy, you you can't see because there's a glare here. But uh, on the on like the headband part here, yeah, that goes that, around the head, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah, says yeah. Louis. That's uh, got the uh, Louis Vuitton. But the design of this seems really kind of too open air. Well, it's it's similar to. Do you remember? Oh man, who was the the. Who is the guy that owned a basketball team in Los Angeles? And oh, he, right. Sterling? Yeah, the Clippers yeah Sterling. Yeah. yeah. And his, his you know, his, oh, that his companion. What was her name? I forgot, but she wore a face shield like that. And yeah. it, Because the thing is, you can flip it up, and it's a visor. It's true. And then you pull it down over your face, and it's a uh, it's Aww. a screen. So that's what this Louis Vuitton face shield <laughs> is, like, uh, is like, not white. Uh <laughs> Having a tough time today with that. <laughs> so. A rep denied that the pricing uh, has been announced as of yet, but the Louis Vuitton face shield 900. looks nice. It's trimmed with leather. Doesn't look nice. The part that secures it to the wearer's head looks sort of like a headband and less like something that was kind of rigged by a, te- a, ke- a chemical technician, it says in this story. According to Vanity Fair, the Louis Vuitton face shield can be flipped upwards to be worn as a peaked hat. You know, oh, shut up. And it comes with transition <laughs> lens technology, Steve. So it, so it darkens as the day moves along, correct? That correct. That's now, the best part of it. I mean, for $950 is ridiculous, but, I mean, that's there, there's nothing else like that. It makes you look like a robot. Yes. <laughs> it can make you it look does. like a robot. I use, and I don't know if you guys do as well, I will take a Wawa bag and I will uh, attach it around my throat with a rubber band. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah, no, that's what I keep hearing. Right, yeah. <laughs> to do that. CDC recommends yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you use a Wawa bag, a plastic bag, and put it over your head, and then you uh, you uh, fix it to your throat with a rubber band, you're golden. Stop. Kathy, is there a Louis Vuitton store in the King of Prussia Mall? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's always a line outside always. now. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if it had um, closed because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then is there a COVID store in the KOB yes, Mall? Yes, yeah, You can buy a... your COVID there. 
No, you can do buy, me a favor like, and tell me what stuff. what's the COVID store. It's a new store just opened up. Like I mean, with a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, and it's it's all face masks and just anything you there need you for COVID. And by the way, were you the one that sent the picture of a place that's opening soon called Moose Knuckles? Yes, Moose Knuckles. It's opened. What is it? I you know what I wanted to look it up before we <laughs> talked about it. I I think um I think it is uh outerwear. I think it's jackets. I th- I thought it'd be the kind of thing you'd put in your uh in in your uh, yoga pants to make it look. I, Seriously. No, I think, I'm pretty sure that Moose Knuckle is like a Canadian company. Okay. And I believe it's outerwear. I mean, listen, there is a place called Camel Towing, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, So people like to do those play on words. An exposed sweaty badge. <laughs> it's a new place that opened up in the mall. Exposed sweaty badge. Yeah. I haven't seen it's, that It's yet. a grilled cheese place. Is there a blue waffle anywhere? <laughs> it's a breakfast place. Yeah. I guess it's a Canadian store, Moose Knuckles. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're hiring uh, assistant manager. All right. So, so you want to work at Moose Knuckles. Uh-huh. Chuck oh. wants to open a place, uh, a bar, restaurant boot? down the shore now called Barnacles, uh, but spelled Bar Knuckles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I and like so, that. So he and I had been going back and forth. Wouldn't my, that be okay, great? You guys, we, you have a, your retirement plan is you run a, a, a bar restaurant I don't want to own shore? a bar restaurant. No, I'd rather own a gas station. A, uh, well, a gas I wanna, station? I want to own a gas station. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But you can't eat gas. <laughs> Why do you want to own a gas station? I don't know. That's what Chuck wants to do. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, I could do that. And I can yeah. own a gas station. I'll Listen, check your oil. Here's the deal. When you're going out of Wildwood in, towards Rio Grande, there is a, a Riggins gas station on the right yeah. that nobody goes to. Yeah. And people will actively make a left to go into the Wawa gas station, which listen, we all love Wawa. This is we not do. this is not an indictment on Wawa. No, far but be like, it. Dude, it is so packed and crowded there, and people still go there. They they go past well, is Riggins. There, is there a price difference? That's no, Riggins. Why. No, Kathy. Riggins is actually two cents cheaper. It was two seventeen a gallon, and it was two nineteen at Wawa. But people are going past the one on the right to turn mm-hmm. into the one on the left. It's crazy. Does Riggins have? Sandwiches no. and things like that. That's why I want to buy it, and I want to, you know, put some you sandwiches there. With Wawa. I just want to sell gas, really. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just want to sell gas. I want to sell. I had some ideas. All right? I ever wanted to do was sell gas, <laughs> just like at Riggins. Case, add this to your idea: gas okay. station and car wash. There's nowhere down the shore to get your car washed. No, you're absolutely mm. right. Ah. Well, so and, down there, and, uh, and sells pierogies too. <laughs> Man, gas station and pierogi. <laughs> no car wash and pierogi. <laughs> I, I did love wanna, it. I right, to... you you get your pierogies as your car starts to go through to be washed. <laughs> or would you, you say pierogies eat... and car wash? Maybe you it'd be eat... pierogies and car you wash. You order your food before you go through the car wash, Pierog and then wash. when you get out of the car wash, your food is ready for you. Right. Mm, I kind of want to eat it while I go through. Wash ogies. <laughs> All right, so what were you about to say to Kathy? Uh, there's another uh, idea that I have for a food place, called, and I'm going to call it Sergeant Peppers. Uh-huh. And it, all it is is just it's just specialized stuffed peppers. That's all it is. So hoagie peppers, pizza peppers. Just, you know, it would be great. Pepper peppers. <laughs> sell nothing. Pepper soup. Sell nothing pepper related. <laughs> Sergeant yeah, Buffalo, peppers. <laughs> Buffalo chicken peppers. Yes. Buffalo chicken peppers. Dude, could you imagine eating soup out of a pepper? That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Please isolate what he just said. I just want to yes. I do. I want to try soup it. out of yeah, a pepper. I really could you imagine it. that? I like yeah. stuffed peppers. That'd be uh, great. Omelet peppers. I'm in. Yeah. Hey, do you, know, you know who has great stuffed peppers? Uh-uh. I kid you not. Uh, Costco. Really? Costco really? has All great right. you Sergeant stuff. Peppers? 
peppers. They have they have pre prepared meals that you just essentially throw in the oven and they're good to go. They make they make great stuffed peppers. They make really good meatloaf. Okay, meatloaf and mashed potatoes. They also have a. Um, <laughs> I want to open up a supermarket called Hay Food. They have like this soft taco uh, setup. All right, and we buy them all the time. They're excellent. You've seen me bring them in here, dude. You wow. like always bring in Costco. There, I just don't have any Costco's that are like convenient for yeah. me right now. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you want to open up a stuffed pepper place? I don't know, just, they, these are just ideas I have. I like it. Yeah. No, they, I like it. Million odd, million dollar ideas. Yeah, you know. But you I see, they, they come and go. Yeah, but Kat, this um, this gas station, it is a service station, right? So uh, I would get rid of the two bays. I would make it a place where you can actually get some food. And the other idea I had was that. Uh, what I would do at this place is I would definitely have a section of the convenience store that sold exclusively things that you get down the shore. They have like Johnson's popcorn, the peanut butter place. Uh, you know, okay, like, you know, what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I know what you were going to say that I, that I, we stopped mid thought. Was you were going to counter Kathy talking about them uh, not having any car washes down the shore? There, well, I mean, down where I am, just outside in Rio Grande, there is a car wash. Uh, it's it, I think it's one of those. Uh, it might be a do-it-yourself type of car wash, but there right. is definitely a car wash down there. It's a car wash slash Cinnabon. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dude, Cinnamons, they just don't exist anymore, and that's a real shame. They do at the airport. Yeah. Well, what do you there's... mean? There's one in the King of Prussia Mall. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that that that's just a small business. <laughs> yeah. Go grab that while you get your uh, Louis Vuitton shield. Yeah. Uh, yeah in but... fact, your Louis Vuitton shield has a little rack to hold your Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> The only Cinnabon that I really knew of was in the uh, one of the uh, it might be like Molly Pitcher or something like that on the uh, uh, New Jersey Turnpike. Okay, if we talk about them enough on air, do you think they'll send us some Cinnabons? Yeah, is that is that allowed? The, part of the like, deal, you know, it's the understanding with radio what? is Not that if really? you provide free advertisement, <laughs> right. they're supposed to send you products. That's what I thought. <laughs> for your, per- it says right there in the FCC rules. <laughs> right. Personal enrichment through on-air, unpaid yes. advertisement Stop. is strictly encouraged. Nick, you can do it, but only for your personal enjoyment. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I, I it has rules. to be money that you siphon away from the station right, for right. your own personal gain. That's what I thought. I just want to invite yeah. you guys. That's the way it works. Right, yeah. By the way, somebody has a, a, a great segment for uh, Casey called Casey's Million Dollar Ideas. I have yeah. another one, but I, should... I don't want to share it on the air. I know what it is. A gas station, but the gas pumps pump Cinnabon sauce. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not my idea. That's yours, but it's brilliant. Marissa? Well, while we wait for them, uh, Pillsbury does do Cinnabon flavored cinnamon rolls. Okay. Like, you know, uh, the ones you bet in the uh, freezer? Uh, they're not uh, that bad. You know, did it? I mean, they're, they're, they're not going to be as good, but... No, smell good not. in your yeah. Yeah. I do have a question, though. Is there a place... Like, I have an idea here that I need, like, um, like a manufacturer to create something. Oh, I need it to be made this. out of plastic, and I... Um, Okay. Yeah. Like a harder plastic well, I need. I have one as well, and this is not my idea. It's my son's idea. But uh, is are you asking, like, is there a place to register ideas like this, or are you looking no. for an actual He's talking about I... actually having a, a place that will step up and take your design and okay. manufacture, uh, like, a prototype. Okay. Yeah, right? a prototype. Create, That's because, all I need. Because at some point, you have a great idea, and you have to yeah. you have to get eventually down to the specifics. I've always found this amazing about creating a product. Right, right. Is that you have to create that from whatever materials, you got to decide which materials are, are the correct ones to use. Then you have to have the equipment that manufactures the those equi- pieces yes, for right. you. It's it's an incredible process. Like my flying bathtub idea. I don't know who <laughs> I don't know who to go to for that. Yeah. Right, yeah. So if anybody knows of anywhere there? to 
flying bath. <laughs> All right, well, maybe somebody can help out. I mean, because you see these people go on, on like, Shark Tank and so on, and they've developed these things. They have these products ready to go, but they had to take they a They paid a company. Yes, you're right. Yeah. To begin to get that to physically make them happen. So they do, like, a, like a, I guess it's still called a CAD, a model that, you know, like a, a la Tony Stark when he's doing the deal and spinning it around, and, yeah. and, and, and then somebody... With a with a three D printer or something, we'll do a pro- depending on the size of the thing. Yeah, obviously my flying bathtub is larger, so <laughs> so you need a manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Shark Tank, I never really watched, but Chuck loves it, and so I watched a couple episodes with him. How about uh, my six hundred pound life? My uh, my two favorite things on Shark Tank is uh is when the guy starts crying because it's been a, a passion project of his. Yeah. Like right, it happens right. like every you know other yeah. one. And, uh, uh, yeah. You know, and they start like, <laughs> you need to understand, Sergeant Peppers has been a lifelong thing. <laughs> Imagine eating soup out of the pepper! <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one that I love, but I actually hate it, are the little skits that the families do. Oh, you know, oh yeah. they're the worst. We're the Wilsons! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they do yeah, some yeah, choreographed yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ha! Uh, it's dumb. Casey, here we go. Here's from someone who has attempted to get a product together. Says, I did this. I created a product, had it all the way down to blueprints, and then the company said uh, that I need $10,000 to make the prototype. And that's where you fall prey, and we talked about this, that you fall prey to companies that will steal ideas and or milk your bad idea to drain you of money. Well, hence Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Okay, so that's that's where you get the investments. You you present your your idea, and you you, you need to get uh, you need to make sure that it's all not necessarily patented, but but that the proper documentation so that someone can't steal your idea, and then you have to ask people for money to help you ma- help make it happen. So, so I fall and pray twice. Now I knew that it was it was a fifty fifty that I might lose the money. You know, one was a, a a computerized yoga mat thing that looked pretty promising. Oh, that's was, right. Was I not. that. And then a drone uh, that the technology seemed cool. Now there are drones that have mimicked exactly what this drone was promising to do. And yeah. I, now I have that. But uh, so, you you know, but there are companies that literally will set up Kickstarter programs to raise their money that way. And then they never deliver on it. And yep. for some reason, they can get away with that because they're saying basically in the in their um, agreement with you that they. The product doesn't have to be finished or really somehow in the small print. Well, no, it's, you get away with it. It's a good faith thing. It's yeah. like when your friend wants to, yeah. uh, you know, I've had people ask me for money to, to invest, invest on yeah. like a movie project or, or a flying like bathtub. And you're not guaranteed anything at all. You're doing it on good faith. It's right. an investment. It's yeah. just like buying stock and so on. Uh, Steve, the one I almost kickstarted. Uh, was an ironing board. <laughs> uh, oh, so what made this ironing board? It was badass. Yeah, it's one where you would put the shirt on, you slip it all the way on it. Yeah. Okay, and then instead of taking it off and flipping it over and doing the other side, oh yeah, the whole thing Flips. rotates. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. This is that was solid. Ironing like... takes forever. This cuts it in half. Yeah. You know. So it, now it, there's probably something yeah. out there now that's like that. That would have been similar. Maybe. People pray on these Kickstarter programs. Yeah. Well, no, the steamer is because then you don't even have to pull From out. Cleveland. Yeah. You don't even Cleveland. have to pull yeah. out Cleveland. the yeah. ironing board. <laughs> I know. There's another one where it, it's a shult, uh, shult. <laughs> shirt folder. Do you carry shults? Is it the three panel thing? Yeah. yeah. I bought one of those. No, no, no. It's oh, okay. it's computerized, though. What? Yeah. Excuse me? You just throw it's your shirt automated. over it. It's like, whoop, 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 whoop. 
Oh, it's automated. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will fold your shirt. I might pay for something like that. Hang on. I'm going to go to Van. Hi, Van. Good morning. Hey, guys. What's going on? Not much, but so you might be able to help Casey out? Yes. There is a perfect place for this. It's uh, it's for entrepreneurs. It's downtown. It's called NextFab, N-X-T-F-A-B. There's one on Washington Ave. There's one in South Philly. I think there's one in Delaware that just opened up. But it's literally you go there. They have a team that will put it together. Or you just tell them what they want to do, and they'll show you how to do it, and you can pay for the time to make it yourself. So let wow. me ask you, Van. I've, I think I actually I think I've seen a, a news story on this company. Do you know how you secure your idea so that it doesn't fall prey to someone who might be looking to steal a million-dollar idea? Yeah, they have a whole non-disclosure agreement thing that you sign. All right. All, I mean, it's it's very well done. I went and toured the place, and it's it's kind of amazing. But uh, did you bring them an idea? Did did you have something you were trying to manufacture? Yes, I did. And and, and how far did you get? <laughs> I, I went and talked to him about it, and then I got lazy and didn't follow up. Is it and a flying ironing board? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was a nice ironing board. And <laughs> the flying ironing board. Yes. I like that, Steve. It's gone from bad to <laughs> yes. ironing board. There's a whole right. fleet of flying things next, that we haven't done yet. Next fab. I am intrigued by stuff like that. Thanks for the heads up, Van. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Right, That's later, cool. Uh, well, we should do that. There was a guy that I met one time. A friend of mine was getting married. He was at his wedding, and, and uh, it was, we were just sitting at the same table when we started talking. And whatever conversation we got started up in led, me, led him to tell me about this invention that he had. And it was for a toy. Okay, it was a, a kid's toy. You might find it in a, to- a toy store. And uh, he was showing it to me, and it seemed like a good idea. And essentially, he was trying to get around to me investing, investing in yeah. it. <laughs> and I was, I was talking to another person at the wedding uh, and I was like, yeah, talking blah, blah, blah. He's telling me about this toy. And he goes, oh, Jesus, he's selling you on the toy thing. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're Mark. Like, yeah, we've all been yeah. hit up by him. It's called G.I. John. But, <laughs> but he made it pretty far to where they had a prototype. They had a marketing campaign. He showed me pictures of photo shoots of, of what the advertising would look like and everything. I never saw that toy again. Yeah. Ever surface. And, and uh, it seemed like a fairly unique idea, but... You got to understand the competition is fierce. It's tremendous, especially in the toy industry. Yeah. You look at those. Well, remember those things that were were just a gold mine. You, and uh, the Goldbergs did an episode where you you, you know on the you throw them against the wall and they they, they stick and they kind yeah, of what was that called they the crawl creepy crawlers. Crawlers. Yeah. 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 I mean, little gelatinous masses, right. and they were huge hey, fidget spinners. Um, what was that? Oh gosh, uh, Nick and Kathy when we were younger, Hydro Colors. Well, freaky freezies. No, or? not not freezy freaky. You had freaky. Yeah, flashlights. No, no material. And when you would touch it, when yeah. you have oh, contact with oh, right. it, change colors. Yes. Hyper colors. Yes. Hyper colors. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, I loved those. Yeah. You could only wash that shirt like three times, and then it stopped working. Stopped essentially, working. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. I remember those. Um, well, if you want to try your product out, case you should check out this place. Yeah. Yeah. The the. Was it called Next something? Next Fab. Next Fab. Yeah. All right. Look into that. I want to hear your idea, by the way. I will. And I think we need to do a segment of Casey's Million Dollar Ideas. All right. Anyhow, uh, there is. We got started on that by the fact that uh, Louis Vuitton has made a face shield, and it only costs you a thousand dollars. Thousand bucks. That's it. Well worth it. Absolutely. All right. We're going to break and come back with some more B file stories just for you, hand picked, just for you. So we'll do that in a moment. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Let's take a trip through the bazaar. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Final. All right, this is uh, an interesting story on an old case. Uh, DNA fingerprints, silver gun, a silver gun, and bizarre Facebook tirade led them to a man suspected of sexually attacking a woman nearly 20 years ago, Tampa police said. Antonio oh. Rivers, who was 19 at the time of the attack, was charged just this past Tuesday with sexual battery with a deadly weapon and armed burglary of a dwelling. Uh, the woman uh, was attacked December 17, 2000, wow. when she returned to the house and she shared with her sister and encountered a masked man who was already inside her home. She told police that he pointed a silver pistol at her. A sexual assault forensic exam was conducted, <clears throat> which included a sample of the attacker's DNA. But no match was found in the DNA database. So almost six months later, a Tampa police officer tried to pull over Rivers for something else as he ran from police. He tossed a silver pistol. He was eventually caught and the gun was recovered. Now, he told investigators... That he'd had the gun for about two years. So several years went by. And then in January, this past January, a latent fingerprint specialist reanalyzed two right palm prints taken from the crime scene in 2000. They matched Rivers' jail booking records. And they also learned from his 2001 arrest that he carried a silver pistol during the time of the sexual assault. Now, detectives spoke to the woman and her sister again. Neither said they knew this guy. But the woman told them... About a strange Facebook message she relieved in, she received in 2014, so huh. 14 years after this event, she said that Antonio Rivers sent her a pro- profane tirade that made no sense to her at the time. She forwarded the message to police, who said the account appeared to belong to the same man, same Rivers under investigation. Police did not offer details on the message, so they obtained a search warrant that allowed them to take a DNA sample from Rivers. They also questioned about the attack in 2000. Rivers denied ever being at the crime scene, denied knowing or recognizing the victim, and stated his DNA, prints, or hairs should not be found at the crime scene. But the DNA lab reported they came back and showed that Rivers' DNA matched the sample taken at the attack, and he was arrested. Wow. It's amazing. So this, just think about this, though. This evil bastard did this to a woman he didn't even know in yeah. 2000, and 14 years later... Sent her some profane tirade on Facebook. What kind of demon does that? Just evil. There just was, flat out there's evil. a similar story. I don't know if he just popped up in the news, but it was uh, 36 years after a 14-year-old girl was raped and murdered, they finally got the guy. They, so, uh, And this is in Rochester. But, I mean, these, these people that stay on it and look. I mean, the off chance that they matched those fingerprints yeah. and, and saw that and, and brought closure. But horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah, and this... And lunatics off the street now, which is great. Man who was seen running naked along I-94 in Michigan Thursday night died after he was hit and run over while on the highway. Uh, Michigan State Police received calls around 9.30 p.m. regarding a naked man running on eastbound I-94. He didn't put any reflective tape on his bare ass? I guess not. They then began taking calls that the man was hit and run over by another driver. When police arrived on the scene, they administered first aid on the man before he was transported to the hospital. However, the man was pronounced dead. That's horrible. He arrived at the hospital, but... You're when right. you go jogging naked, you do mostly residential, right? Well, I don't go on the interstate. Yeah, that's incredibly loud, dangerous. So, yeah. Employees at a gym in the Netherlands received a scare Thursday morning when an eight-foot king cobra showed up right outside of the building. Leave uh, it in the gym. 
Uh, Dennis Verwege, the manager of the Club Pelican Gym, said that the employee was moving some pipes stacked next to the building when he uncovered the snake. God, oh my, a king cobra. Verwege said that he thought the employee was pranking him until he saw a video of the unexpected reptile. Uh, the Amersfoot Animal Ambulance Service was summoned to the scene. They called the snake expert to assist. It was the longest, thinnest ambulance they'd ever seen. With a capture... <laughs> When they noted the snake's size and identified its species, a venomous king cobra. How did it get there? Uh, they said the snake expert told them that the king cobra is a native is native to tropical climates and was moving slowly due to the colder temperatures. The snake was likely an escaped pet. You know, my pet king cobra. cobra. Pet wow. it. Hey, uh, he likes you. Uh, the snake expert agreed to take the cobra home and care for it until its owner could be located. Wow. All right, and then we'll do one more story, and then we will wrap this up. Uh, police said three teenage girls have been arrested with the case of a missing duck. <laughs> Officer said the girls took quackers. Quackers? Out of, out of a pen at uh, Grove Garden Center Nursery. Quackers is missing. Uh, she was recovering after getting attacked by a raccoon. Uh, the owner of the nursery said photos from social media showed the girls uh, taking the duck to the town beach. I want you to return my duck. And a house party. I have a very specific set of skills. Uh, they've been charged with six-degree larceny, trespassing in third degree, and conspiracy to commit larceny in the sixth degree. Little bastards. Quackers is still missing, though. Oh, no. I know. I know. They need to track down Quackers. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you at this point in time. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we test your knowledge. The lesson question from today's show, probably know how it works. We'll get to it when we return. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'd like to remind you about something, and it's the fact that we have had our Save the Date for the 2020 Camp Out for Hunger this year, and it's going to be a week before Thanksgiving. Normally, it's a week after Thanksgiving, so it's actually scooting a couple of weeks uh, back uh, to November 16th through the 20th, and we are still going to be located uh, around Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center complex things are going to be different as far as access and uh we're working on those with regular meetings right now but save the date and get yourself ready and if you start to make plans for your own personal food drive uh now it's time to get that underway. Yeah, please get yourself set for those dates so november 16th to the 20th just letting you know all right we're going to do today's lesson question and we're going to give away a 50 dollars bonefish grill gift card and the question that we have for you is, what is Steve's million-dollar idea? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Casey had his million-dollar million idea with uh, stuffed peppers, but Steve had his million-dollar idea. What is it? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get this morning. What do you got for us, Steve? Well, as we said before, Chris Evans posting a series of photos on Instagram stories with one accidentally showing a mystery penis. Many are speculating that the penis belongs to Chris because it appears to be reinforced with vibonerum. Hey! Rob Kardashian celebrating his 36th birthday by adding some new ink to his forearm. From what we understand, the new tattoo is the barcode for his account at Baskin-Robbins. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
And finally, Brian Austin Green firing back at online trolls who attacked the length of his three sons' hair. Green riffed on the title of one of his shows, writing back, 9021, eat my balls. Whoa! <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. <laughs> doesn't even rhyme It doesn't, doesn't even make wow. any sense. Okay. Uh, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. What is, uh, what's Steve's million-dollar idea? And I will go to Andy for the answer. Hey, Andy. Hey, good morning, Preston. All right, Andy, do me a favor. Tell, Andy! Tell me what Steve's million-dollar idea is. It is a flying bathtub. Flying bathtub. Yeah! That's correct, Andy. Hang on. We got you on hold. We'll get your information. Give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Uh, Bonefish Grill helps make feeding families easy and delicious this fall season. You can check out their expanded menu featuring all-time favorites. Uh, like surf and turf pairings and family bundles starting just $30 for up to five people. Order online at bonefishgrill.com. Delivery from DoorDash and Uber Eats or dine-in whenever you're ready. I have a short Bonefish Grill story to tell you. I love Bonefish Grill. Uh, I went there. This is the only time I went there was uh, when we were at the King of Prussia Mall to do the happy place. Yes. Remember we had the appearance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I gotten there a little early because I was I wanted dinner and so I I just stopped by there and, and just ate by myself a real quick yeah. meal and I figured I'd have a cocktail real quick. So I saw I was looking on their cocktail menus because there's always designer cocktail menus. Sure. Yeah. Which are great. And so this one was like a it had a smoked bourbon. Uh so I'm like, yeah, I'll try that one. And <laughs> I apparently ordered something on off of the menu that that had a presentation to it. I had no idea. Oh, really? Oh, they they delivered it in a treasure chest. <laughs> and when you opened it up, the smoke started billowing up out of the... And the you're tree. by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm, I'm like, Ahoy, matey! Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, it was good. It was very yummy. Yeah. Since the pirates first took to the seas... <laughs> they do. There are. See, part, one of the things to do with bourbon now is to actually serve it with smoke. So, oh, I didn't so know they, that. They put this little dome on top of it and they fill it up with smoke and it supposedly like flavors it or something like that. So it was something like that. But it came in a treasure chest. <laughs> oh this my is God. it. Look at this. There's a picture on that. That is pretty cool. I, I'm sitting there. I'm. Like, I don't need enough attention put on me because I'm by myself eating in a restaurant. And all of a sudden, I have this Attention, everyone. This man sitting here by himself is now going to have our smoked bourbon. Watch this man alone. Steve, there was a... Now, you and I... The only guy... You and I love the movie The Lonely Guy, and so there's this guy. He's he's single. He's an adult, and he's got to learn how to to go on with uh, live right. his life without relationships. And so he walks into this restaurant by himself, yeah. and all of a sudden, a literally a spotlight shoots. <laughs> but he found one of the tricks is to pretend yeah. like you're a food critic. So right, he would right. bring in a notepad, <laughs> yeah. and he would sit there, mm-hmm. he would make notes after he ate. <laughs> every so he didn't feel so self-conscious. So people would notice, oh, yeah. clearly he's a food critic, yeah. and that's why he's by himself. <laughs> right, right. It's a great movie. It is. All right, but anyhow. That's Underappreciated. My, that's my Bonefish Grill uh, story for you this morning. Let's do... <laughs> The lesson question. No, we, already we already did, did that. that. Let's do. Let's music. remember the lesson. Question. Let's remember that. Remember the flying uh, bathtub. Oh, man. So what good. did you give away? Yeah, I gave away a fifty dollars bonefish grill gift. Uh, card. Don't you have a story about the bonefish grill? I do. Grill? Let me tell you. I went there one time by myself. We were headed to the happy place, and then we now, Preston and Steve's music view on ninety three three WMMR. Yeah! 
tell that story another time. Okay, we'll start with this. Uh, Billy Corrigan and his partner, Chloe Mendel, reopened Madame Zuzu's Tea Shop, an art studio. As in Zuzu's Petals? I guess so, yeah. Uh, he originally opened the shop and studio in 2012, but he closed it because the space had been occupying, uh, that it had been occupying is too small. Uh, so Corrigan and Mendel opened up the new shop at a new location in Highland Park, Illinois. The shop opened over Labor Day weekend. Uh, for takeout and outdoor dining, the menu features a variety of teas and mostly gluten, gluten-free vegan food. I would like a tea, please. Yes. In a ceramic mug. Uh, finally, coming to CD on October 22nd is Pearl Jam's 1992 performance of on MTV Unplugged. You're talking about compact disc, that's the new what, technology? That's what that technology is. The new set will also be reissued on vinyl following last year's Record Store Day's uh, Black Friday event. I don't really remember Pearl Jam doing MTV Unplugged. Was it yeah, a big deal? Yeah, you know deal? why? Because they never released it. And so it kind of got buried. It, it became this bootleg favorite. Huh. Uh, and Nirvana's was huge. And Eric yeah. Clapton's was huge. And like there were a whole bunch of other ones that were huge sellers. Uh, but Pearl Jam was sort of in their anti-capitalism phase at that point, and uh, now I guess they need to pay for college or whatever. But they, so they're selling it, and and it's it's a great performance. It's not that long. It's probably seven or eight songs, uh, and I, I have a few different copies of it because you found different ways of buying it over the years. All right, so Nick just pulled up the Pearl Jam Instagram page, and it's showing a uh, a clip of it over and over, and it is that's how you remember Pearl Jam. From the early 1990s. Yeah. That's it right there. That is quintessential Pearl Jam, without question. They talk about it a lot in PJ20, which is the, uh, the documentary that came out a few years ago. And they had been forced to do a few shows on a European tour where, like, the equipment wasn't working. or the, I don't remember the exact details. but They, they did, seem to be a lot more pissed. They did, um, they did these acoustic shows in Europe. And so they had figured out how to do it well. And then uh, Unplugged became really popular for MTV. So they asked Pearl Jam to do it. They did. Uh, and, and they nailed it. They just didn't want to sell it. It's an interesting scenario that they had back in that day. I mean, they, you know, listen, their music was was angsty and and uh, and so on. But as they as their fame started to happen, they appreciate it. But they also didn't like what came along with it. Yeah, and and they get went pretty insular when, um, as a band. But it also helped them to survive. I mean, they're oh still God, around yes. today. And, and you know. For a million of other reasons, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, uh, they all found their, their demise, and Pearl Jam's still a viable band. Hmm. Some uh, baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> Some hits were bigger than others. <laughs> well, that one was huge. Yeah, I know. Was huge. Yeah. Yeah, baby shark. Do, 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 do. It's like Last Kiss. <laughs> Uh, Pearl Jam had posted about the upcoming set on the website saying uh, three days after completing their first American tour, Pearl Jam headed to New York to strip back songs from their debut album, 10, well on its way to becoming one of 1992's top rock albums. For the first time on vinyl, relive all seven songs featured on the MTV Unplugged broadcast. So the songs were as follows. A- Oceans, uh, State of Love and Trust, Alive, Black, Jeremy, Evenflow, and Porch. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so great it's stuff. A good collection. Yeah. Mike Chinoda has announced that the third edition of his Dropped Frames series will be available on September 18th. Uh, the first single, License, License to Waltz, has already been released on YouTube. The Lincoln Park member dropped the first two of... of he's really a butterfan. Oh. He really is. Uh, dropped the Let first someone else get that. Two of his Lockdown Pen albums in July. 
During Bruce Springsteen's September 10th address to the incoming freshman students of his son's Evans alma mater, Boston University, he spoke primarily of passion and duty. Uh, the boss was originally set to appear in person before the class of 2024 at BC's first year academic uh, convocation, but due to the pandemic, he appeared online. Uh, Bruce underscored how the freshmen were entering the adult world as a precious uh, at a precious time for Americans and offered up some sage but simple advice. He said, vote, vote, vote. Only half of all Americans vote. It's a sin. Voting is an enormous privilege and one of our most sacred rights as citizens. You can change the course of history. The 2000 election was decided by 500 votes or less. We've recently seen how fragile our democracy can be. You stand sentry at the door of a free nation. I also I don't even know what that means. He also spoke about what this new class of academics need to leave behind in their wake. He said, we need your commitment. We need your vigilance and your commitment to a greater America, the America that we carry in our hearts, and the American experiment as you are today is an unfulfilled promise. The distance between the American dream and our American reality remains greater than ever. It will soon be in the hands of your generation to do your damnedest to make up and heal that divide. That's a lot to ask, but that's what it means, if you'll excuse me, to be born in the USA, he said. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrote that song. All right, and then one last story. The Pretenders, Chrissy Hine, is the latest artist to sell their publishing catalog ah. to Hypnosis Music. Uh, it was reported that the multi-million... You will sell your catalog to me. <laughs> you will sell your catalog. The multi-million dollar deal includes all of Hines' songs to date, including such rock classics as Brass in Pocket, Back on the Chain Gang, Talk of the Town, Middle of the Road, Precious, Mystery Achievement, 2,000 Miles, and I'll Stand By You, among many more. Chrissy, follow this pocket watch as I swing it back and forth. <laughs> I assume it's pronounced hypnosis. It's yes. spelled H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. Right, it probably is. Uh, it has made recent deals for the publishing of such major songwriters as Journey's Neil Sean, Blondie's Debbie Harry, and Chris Stein, Barry Manilow, Motley Crue's Nikki Six, and Taylor Swift, among others. Well, you reach a, reach a certain point, and I mean, the amount of money you can make on a sale, especially if you're towards the latter part of your career. Yep. yep. Why not? And there you go. That's what I got in music news for you. Yeah, man. All right, one last break to take. We're going to come back in a moment, get ready to wrap the thing up, and uh, hand it over to Brent Porsche, who's in for Pierre. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com, keyword Local Shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. This will be the first five-day work week that we have had in like a month and a half. It's been wild. It has, yeah. right? By the way, all of America should have a four-day work week. <laughs> Everybody. Three-day weekend should be a standard and I, as President of the United States, will make I'll have a chicken in every pot oh. and a four-day work week. Oh, my God. It'd be phenomenal, would it not be? Uh, but we have a five-day uh, series of letters 
to get through for our Word of the Week prize this week. And none of them, not one single one of them will be brought to you by Pierre Robert. No. No, uh, no, no, no. For a while. Yeah, he's going to be gone for a couple of weeks. That means Brent Porsche. Hey! Is going to be bringing your workforce blocks yeah. and all kinds of concert calendars. Well, not really. Well, I guess the concert calendar kind of goes with Pierre's planner. Pierre's planner. Yep. That's it. But, but the concert calendar where he does things that happen on this date, yep. right? Yep. Is that part of it? Yep. So you still you do that, it. right? Thanks for listening. He does man. Brent's yeah, boudoir. Yeah. No yep, we do that. That beard is getting huge, dude. Thank you. What do you think, Kath? Oh, God. <laughs> I love you, Brent, but I hate your facial hair. I know. I kind of hate it, too, but it's just something for me to do. So it's just kind of growing it's at the moment. something for you to do. <laughs> yeah, it's solid, man. It you does, can't even tell where where your neck is. It's almost like uh, bed head or, or headphone hair. Yeah. Uh, because when you wear your mask, mm-hmm. it makes right it. by the chin. Yeah. Oh, it makes is that a, what it is? That's like what a that kick is. From a the, it's a ridge. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, I, when we're done with the show, because I, uh, Casey Larden and Nick sometimes wear hats. Kathy, do you have, do you, have, you don't suffer from headphone hair, do you, after the show? Oh, my God, yeah. I, I have do. like a, um, it like flattens. I have like a kink in the back of my head. It makes me look like I didn't brush my hair for a week. Yeah, I have this weird wave <laughs> that happens. Uh, from you don't get the dent. Like head the dent in the head, skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyway, why don't we get right to the letter of the day. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. By the letter S, as in soup peppers. All right. Yeah. Red pepper in a soup. Yeah. Dude, yeah. could you imagine eating soup out of a pepper? <laughs> um, one more time. Dude, could you imagine eating soup out of a pepper? Out of a pepper? I just love the way yeah. that sounded. All right, since uh, you have a letter, you got to keep track of four more to make the word. And if you are the one that wins on Friday, you'll get a $300 Visa gift card uh, from Ardent Credit Union, where free checking pays you cash. Visit ArdentCU.org. So the A to Z is over with. Yes. Did you enjoy it? I did. You know, I was off all last week. I was down the shore, and I found myself tuning in as much as I possibly could, especially when you're on the beach, whether you're in the garage, you know, drinking a beer, whatever it is you're doing, it's always the perfect soundtrack for what for whatever, and it was my entire week last week, which yeah, is great. Yeah, it's my favorite time to listen yeah. to MMR. I go out of my way to listen to the radio station for the A to Z. So. My favorites are, like, you know, going from Jimmy Buffett boat drinks into drowning pool bodies. Yeah. You know, going <laughs> yeah. from the trooper into the twist, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So you can't hear that anywhere else, and it's nope. beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so back to regular scheduled programming. What's going on today? Yes, man? sir. So today on the program, you mentioned the workforce blocks. We got a bunch of good ones coming up this week and next, but today we have Godsmack. We're going to be doing some Lincoln Park. Also, I have a special anniversary email request for the Eagles, the band Eagles. And uh, we're going to be incorporating some live tracks in all the workforce blocks today. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Brent. And I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow on our program, our old friend Jim Brewer. We'll be on the show because I think we were giving away some tickets to one of his uh, shows, drive-in shows. We'll talk to Jim, see what's up in his world, and we'll see what else we can get into. That's it. We're done. So rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love hate you line. I'm doing 75 miles an hour in a 55 zone as I speak. It's just not enough. Go back to your own state, please. Next message. A shout out to the Brisgore with the tattoos and anybody that gave me a ride home because I was too drunk to drive home. Love you guys. W-R-M-M-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R
Yeah, you. I see you looking over into the other lane. You clearly want to get over. Instead of trying to dive right in between people, making everybody jam on their brakes, here's an idea. Put on your turn signal and someone will let you in. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.